Welcome to episode 430 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm a very tired host, Sean. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do you care to elaborate why you're tired or... Uh, yeah, sure. Um, as we've talked about on the show, I work in retail. And when you work in retail, you realize that the base of human beings suck as a whole. And that you just kind of, you know, want to watch the world burn. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, it's just, this is the time, I feel like my whole job is boring. And it's just, you're just, it's all fluff until this time of year, the last two months of the year maybe like the last two and a half months mm. like from black friday to about maybe the middle of january that's all anyone ever really cares about because <laughs> uh, it's you know the holiday season and and it's like okay well do you have this well, no why not well because everyone else has bought it you know don't don't get mad at me because you know we haven't talked since you know the last show um we had christmas eve and uh, we were open and then people come in looking for things, and you're like, "Well, I don't, I don't have them. Well, why not? Look, sir, ma'am, it's not my fault. You have piss poor planning. You're waiting till the very last second to get maybe an item that I don't know. Maybe everyone else and their mother bought maybe like a month ago or a week ago, because they plan better. <laughs> you know, you're you're doing what they call panic shopping. You don't know what you're going to get, so you're like, you rush in and go, oh, or it's the, or it's the, well, they just told me. Well, you know what? Then tell them, guess what? They're shit out of luck. Because you can't expect a person to be like, not everyone can come through with Christmas miracles. This ain't fucking Scrooge. It ain't Miracle on 34th Street. It's not It's a Wonderful Life where all of a sudden you're like, oh, well, I want this. Oh, bippity boppity bitch. It's here it is. (laughs) Bippity boppity bitch. All right. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't. I, I just, how many times I had to look a person in the face and go, "Yeah, I don't. I don't have that." Controllers? No. Why not? Because we're sold out. Why? Why are they so hard to get? Uh, I mean, they're. I mean, because COVID. And how come you guys don't have any PS4s? Well, because they don't make PS4s much anymore. It requires us to hope that people trade theirs in. But the people are waiting to trade those in when they get the PS5. I'm like, do you see how this works? <laughs> like, since there's no PS5s, people are keeping their systems and they're buying extra controllers because guess what? Everyone's staying in the house at the moment. You know, so that kind of – and not to mention, I think there's still shit in the ocean that ships that aren't coming in because of one reason or another. You know, I, I think. I don't know. I don't pay attention to the news like that. Um, I'm like, I don't, I'm sorry that we don't have controllers or systems because we don't have the other systems or controllers that people want. So it's kind of, there's a backlog, right? You're just going to have to suck it up, Johnny. (laughs) I I don't, I don't know what to tell you, you know? And, and I think, uh, like now full disclosure, GameStop has had a, a PS5 event, like, Last a week ago, like about a week and a half ago now, by the time you people hear this, um, stores had like 60 PS5s, but it was like a certain event for the pro members that GameStop has, and it was easy enough to sign people up and all that thing. Um, <clears throat> my store, we had 50 of them because I, I, somebody, I guess, was sold out and we gave 10 away, but still, I sold my store, sold 50 PS5s in a day. Wow, 
<clears throat> right, all day. It was bing, bing, bing. It was nothing but nothing but PS5s going out the door. And then rumor had it that they were going to do this again on Thursday with Xboxes and PS5s. And, and maybe some were getting some PS5s. And that did happen. Now, my store was not, part, not, was not participating in that. At least not on the official capacity. Because Thursday, my boss calls me. And he's like, hey. Uh, my district manager is like, hey, I have uh, some... Xbox Series X's, do you do you want some? I'm like, uh, yeah, sure, I'll take a handful. Like, what do you got? He's like, I can drop off 10. And it's a bundle, bundle package. Um, it's a system, a couple games, a $100 gift card, a three-month thing of uh, Game Pass Ultimate. You know, not that bad of a deal. But right. It's like almost 800 bucks too. Um, I'm like, okay, well, give them to me. I'm like, is there any... He's like, there's no pressure to sell them out that today like the day that he gave on on um the thursday before before christmas eve i was like all right i mean we're gonna obviously promote it but we're not gonna be like do you want one you need one <laughs> you know <laughs> i mean basically what you're what you're hoping to do is that there's going to be hopefully maybe someone comes in and says oh my god i'm really looking for this and you go surprise i got one you just saved christmas yeah you know like you become that you in a way become like that hero like, oh, my God, I went to my local GameStop, and they had a PS5, and I bought one, or I had an Xbox Series X, you know, and I have a bundle, and, oh, my God, I didn't have to pay, like, you know, like, out the ass for it. It was actually reasonable priced, and it came with other stuff. Oh, my God, they saved Christmas. You go, know, that's, it's, you know, part of the job, and it's, I, personally, that's my favorite part of the, of the, of the year, is when I do get to make someone's, like, holiday, or, like, oh, my God, we're looking everywhere for it, thanks for having it, or trying to find it for them because every time someone comes in to me it's like a little puzzle mm -hmm. provided that puzzle is always different if it's the same question over and over again it just gets boring got ps5s no why not i don't know the elves didn't make them sorry like get the fuck out <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't i don't know what to tell you or i have reduced myself to i don't know someone who gets paid way more than i do knows that answer here's their phone number <laughs> you know <laughs> Call corporate. I don't care. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> but I mean, so we had them on Thursday. We didn't sell out the way I thought we did. We actually sold the last one today. Um, out of the 10, we had going into today, we had four left over. So we sold six on on Friday, wow. which was nice. It was better than I thought we were going to do. You know, I was like, all right, so we got a couple more. And then I told my boss, I was like, hey, guess what? I don't know if you keep tally, but we did sell out. And he's like, oh, that's great. You know, he's like, awesome. Uh, do you want more? And I'm like, ah, yeah, sure. I guess you got them. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say no to extra money coming into the store. Right. Because it's all like, it's not found money, but it's definitely money. It's not on a, what they call a P&L, profit and loss report. Right. You know, I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. I guess I could, you know, use the extra scratch. Sure. Why not? And again, you know, maybe the person didn't get it for Christmas, but they got enough, you know, that maybe they're going to trade a system in and put it towards that or, you know, it, who knows. But it's this time of year is stressful and frustrating because people come in and they very – I have been working in retail for I guess, almost eight and a half, maybe nine years now. And it seems way da more daunting than it should be, um, but it definitely has made my – this year has made my hair grow gray a little bit faster than before. I think people <laughs> gotten a little bit more rude, a little bit more insulting, a little bit more impatient. Um, 
I think it's I think the pandemic and them being locked in the house for so long has completely made them forget to have about not just forget social distancing. I'm talking about social etiquette. Okay. You know, yeah. Please, thank you. You know the the idea of like like today, I had an incident where um, I would say it's a mom and a kid came in. I'm, I'm assuming the kid wasn't not young, but definitely kind of knew what he wanted, but also kind of didn't know what he wanted. So it's my job to kind of help him along. And we're doing a big deal this week where it's for those people who are local GameStops or your regular GameStops. It's buy two get one free on any on any all pre-owned games. Uh, it's going for the week. You know, it's a good sale. If you get a chance to get to GameStop, you know, go find, go get yourself three pre-owned games and pay for two of them. Right? Right. <clears throat> so now because of that, it's not like super televised and it's not widely known, but we do have signs up in the store. But in most cases, people don't either A, see the sign, even though it's right in their face, or B, read the sign completely. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Because they'll come up with three games and two of them will be new, and they'll be like, "Well, how come I didn't get one game free?" I'm like, "Because it says pre-owned. D- d- these two are new." Oh, I didn't know that. Really? Because the sign's right there, like legitimately right there. I point to it. I'm going, "Yeah, the sign's right here, and there's also a sign in every section of the of the place you shop for. Like, it you can't miss it." Ed is what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> but. It's like, oh, I didn't. How come I didn't get this? Why? Why? And or it's my favorite is people think they get to actually pick which is the free game. It's like, well, if I buy two cheap games and an expensive game, I want the expensive game to be free. And I look, I'm like, that's not the way that works. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm like, it's always going to be the cheapest game. Now, if you bought three fifty dollar games, then yes, one of them would be free. But if you bought two fifty dollar games and a $20 game, guess which one's free. <laughs> so it's, it's like, you know, and you have to, but so I had this kid who came up with two, two new games and I was like, hey, look, I got these, I got these pre-owned if you want, you know, you can go back and get yourself a third game or and he was making me do it a lot more running because he would ask if we had that game and then I would have to find out if we had a pre-owned and then run over to the wall to try to grab the case because maybe it might be one copy and I was running back and forth, but because I was running back and forth, I think his mom was getting mad. Like I wasn't giving him enough attention and I'm giving him all the attention. Right. You know? So I'm like, she gets kind of gets in a huff and actually like, like says something and then leaves the, the store. Now if she comes back like, you know, like a minute later or whatnot. I'm, I'm assuming because she's panties in her twist and her son's still in the store. But as she leaves, like a guy who's like second in line is like, what was that about? Like, you know, like he kind of voiced what I was thinking. I was like, why, why is she mad? I'm, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Like, right. was I not working fast enough? Was I not working hard enough? I mean, did you like, so I had to actually have a conversation with the kid, but I also think that mom was also st- stupid, not knowing this is a gripe of mine. A little colon. I didn't leave. Just get my soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> You're not on it now. <laughs> here, here, my. Guys. I think I feel like parents nowadays need to get maybe just a little bit more in touch with the, what their kids are doing. And I say that in in not in like a you guys suck as parents, just just a little bit of prodding, maybe just like, well, what are you playing? What do you like? Because like 
I don't think she knew anything about the PlayStation. I don't think she knew anything about the games that he wanted. Like it was just like it's it's a babysitter for her, and it becomes like this. Like well, I don't know what he wants. He li- he's under your care. How do you not like at least try to get involved just a little bit, especially around the holidays, to try to know what you're going to buy him? I just feel like it's it's kind of like yeah 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 sure kid here here's your five years old here's this you know like just 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 a little just try to figure out what they like so mm. maybe you can buy it for them you know mm. it's like you don't want to be like oh the kid loves dinosaurs but you go buy him baseball cards it's like <laughs> wow you just weren't paying attention at all but there's you know oh he loves zombies so let's get him a zombie game no no let's get him this game where it's Paw Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he, and then all I could think of is like that's coming back, you know, because <laughs> now it's that time of year where it's like the day. Everyone in retail knows the worst day after Black Friday is the day after Christmas. Right. You got returns. You got gift cards. You got people got cash coming in. People may have gotten new systems, so they want the the, the peripherals or they want extra controllers. They want head. They want the, they want it all. Right. And it's just, it was, the store was just busy today. It was just like, <sighs> but I think today is, but the mall I work at is not really embracing the, I would say the hours. Like we're, gift, we were stretched out as most stores do. They stretch out like open hour early, stay an hour later, you know, to try to get all the, as much sales as they can. But starting tomorrow, we go back to like the normal, not only do we go back to normal time for about a week, but then at the beginning of the year, they changed their hours again, where I think they added an I think they added an hour to Sunday, but took away the other hours during the week. Like it, I gotta remember what it's, it's, it's. I'm like, <sighs> I just feel like I'm always at work, and then I come home, and I go to bed, and I go back to work because we don't. I don't have enough time that the days are so short that I can't schedule like an opener and a closer, because if I do that. Then there isn't any hours for those people to to meet. Right. Makes sense, right. you know. Uh, and life of a manager. Oi! <laughs> so needless to say, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm aggravated. I'm frustrated. Um, I have news though, so I don't, you know, news I didn't do from last week. Um, and uh, how was your week? Uh good, good. Um, you know, I uh, of course it was Christmas week. I did finish. Um. Hawkeye. <laughs> okay. Okay. Me I second. Too, what you think? I loved it. It was great. Uh, you know, I, 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 I mean, they they gave you characters. I think we can start spoiling this one. I don't think it's. Yeah. You know, it's like you right. know, watch you didn't. You know, um, you know, the to to bring in Kingpin was was awesome. Uh, you know, though I I had a nephew say that you know well, if it was it was Netflix Kingpin, he wouldn't be as as a wuss. <laughs> as he was as the Disney Plus version. And I'm like, well, yeah, but, you know, it's Disney, so you can't, you know, you can't be, oh, you got to be PG-13, you know, okay. I mean, I think he was, I, I think he was intimidating enough. I don't know what it was about the, the Hawaiian shirts. And like, was he on vacation? Like, I don't, like, in the history of comic books, I don't ever remember seeing kingpin wearing a hawaiian shirt i think I, I think i think it just institutes like fat guy because a lot of fat guys wear hawaiian shirts for some yeah, reason i mean i don't know why that <laughs> it, it equates to that 
But I've seen right. that like I've seen that like over and over again. Like all of a sudden, like a fat guy's wearing a Hawaiian shirt, you know, kind of thing. They're fluffy from right. you know, like the like glaziest right. guy, you know, Gabriel and you're like <laughs> and you that equates to it. So now like like now it's like like the fat guy wears a Hawaiian shirt, he runs around, it's just like so you go and yeah, what's let's make King Pink bigger. Let's let's put on let's put a Hawaiian but shirt. But that's I feel like again, I'm gonna be I'm gonna kinda of bitch, but Kingpin has never been associated with that. He's always been kind of dapper and very business suit oriented. Shirt, tie, he's got the walking cane. I mean, at least it came with the, the walking cane and all. But I was like, yeah. And I'm going to be honest. I think, I don't think it alluded um, that he might have been killed. Uh, he, no, he didn't get killed. Yeah. Did. Right, it's, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's always that thing because you never see it. If you don't see it for yourself, it didn't happen. Basically, right. so it's it it didn't happen, but just it's that no, idea of no it. Body, if you don't see the body, person still alive. Right. Yeah. If something Come happens. You know, <laughs> the gun went off, but it didn't hit him. You know, or and, right, or maybe he's you know like you know I mean might not have been in his head you know or might have just I don't want to say comic books he's bulletproof, but he was supposed to be so big and that he's can withstand kind of like a impact like that. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I do not know, but I, I, I thought it was good. Good show. It was it was solid. Uh, did you catch the bumper at the end? Uh, the, you know, hit Hawkeye bringing the um, watch back home. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you know what that symbolizes? I had to look it up. <laughs> 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 so, no, at that, at that time, no. Because my wife asked me right away. It's like, I'm like... I'm I'm not in the Marvel encyclopedia. Like I don't know every character or you know like type of thing. Right. That that might have flown under the radar at one point in my life. And there's a there's a time I haven't read comic books in in years, especially Marvel. Right. You know, and you're going, yeah, I'm, I I I don't know who that is. So I looked them up. I'm like I'm like oh okay, and it fits. And a lot of a lot of the storyline there was if you if you read the history of her. Then right. you then you got the idea of it, you know, type of thing. Who Agent Nineteen was, and you're, well, and you're excuse me, sorry, I'm coughing. Go ahead, continue. So 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 you knew who Agent. If you know who Agent Nineteen was, which I'm going to split it right now, it's Mockingbird. Um, right. And then you're going, oh, okay. And then you know she was with with uh, with Hawkeye. So you're going, okay, it makes sense. And and there was something about the accident that made. Hawkeye death, so they kind of changed that a little bit in the you know in the MCU cinematic universe you know uh, type of thing. So you you kind of uh, you, you know so it's like you know I mean like I I enjoyed it I thought it was great and um, you know I, I and it was you you're wondering now like what you're, what you're going to get like in the future are we, are we going to have now Mockingbird in the MCU and you know well I I mean did you. Did you watch a lot of Agents of Shield? Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, except for like the maybe the last two or three seasons, but I there okay. was I did watch the ones with Padalecki. I can't think of her first name. Uh, oh, I forget too. But, uh, um, Adrian Padalecki. What was that? A- Adrian? No. Adrian Padalecki. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, she played um, that that show's version of Mockingbird. Right. Which again, it's it's could just be a call signal because now a lot of people are going. Well, if you bring in, you know, what's her Hawkeye's wife as Mockingbird, then the MCU's doesn't exist. It, it's there. That's not canon anymore. 
Well, like that doesn't necessarily mean that. It just means they gave the the call sign to somebody else. Well, apparently, you know? apparently the Disney or somebody in Marvel has already defunct the fact that Agents of Sealed is not part of the MCU anymore. Oh, so they just said, yeah, they're not part of it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I mean, uh, its own storyline. Well, it's its own thing. It doesn't has anything to do with any of the. I'm thinking. Well, they had they had. You know, I'm like. Uh, Hey, you know what? No, you know what? It doesn't matter. Multiverse now. Right. Right. They can in multiverse, they never said what universe it was in. So therefore it could have been like a, a, a very slim parallel. And then wham bam, Bob's your uncle, different multiverse. Right. Instead of being six one nine, maybe it's six twenty. Right. You six, know instead of six one six, it's eight five four. Yeah. Right. You know, it doesn't matter. It, right. it's just it, but there's, you know, like, like all right. Good to know. Right. We watch a whole bunch of variants. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like I said, I thought the, I thought I thought it was great to see some of the characters though that they're bringing from the Netflix shows in, especially from Spider Man, and now this you're getting. You know, so now it's like now you know. Hopefully, we'll get more of those characters coming over into the MCU fold. You know, right. to bring them in instead of trying getting new actors and you know and trying to fit them into a storyline somehow, you know, kind of thing. And it just, it's just a good see, like you, you have a, an actor, and you know who he is or an actress, you know, she is in this, in the MCU and they're already established. And it's like, great. You know, like, like we can go on from here. We don't have to rewrite like, like what like Warner brothers does, you know, there's a new right. Batman. We got to do a new origin story. <laughs> right. So, um, hold on. I'm trying to figure out, um, because for me, like, uh, Florence Pugh, uh, the actress who plays Yelena, she, for me, I, 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 as much as I love Scarlett Johansson, I felt like she kind of stole the movie away from Scarlett a little bit because uh-huh. she was so good. And I knew that she was probably going to show up in the show, her showing up in the show and her still being just as good. I felt like, uh, to me, I felt like I would love to see more of her because she is so good. In, in in the role, she was just in, just enough sass. Like you go, okay, I can see why you're related to Scarlett, you know, just to, to be on Natasha, you know, in a way, because you both had the same kind of sassiness to each other. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it, she just stole. Like every time she was on screen, I was like smiling. Like she is just so good, and and how she was just kind of like talking to Kate, and and you know, when Kate slaps, she's like, well, what was that? Like, <laughs> like, come on. You know, I just I thought she was really, really good, and I was glad to see her in it. And I'm, um, you know, I feel like you needed to have Black Widow out before you brought in this one. Like right. I feel like you kind of needed to introduce her character because I, I think you needed Black Widow to set up her character for Hawkeye. Oh, I yeah. think just doing um, Endgame and then going into Hawkeye and not giving Yelena. A storyline from Black Widow, I think it just would have been confusing, well, or just you know, would have been like, oh, okay. I mean, the, the one thing I really do like about Disney in, in the overall, though, is the fact is is that they're taking their movie characters and putting them in these series, like you know, yeah. like 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 Hawkeye, like it has a series, you know, like Luke, you know, and they're not like just movie stars, and they're not gonna like you know, like what the CW and, and Warner brothers is doing to each other, you know, in terms of, 
you know, I, I mean, I'm sure CW would be like, you know, like, well, we'd like to have Robert Pattinson come as Batman, and, <laughs> right. you know, for an episode or two, you know, type of thing in our story arc, you know, kind of thing. And, you know, that that's the, the idea, you know, like, like Disney's like, you know, like, yeah, it, it's great that you made all this money in, in our, in our universe, in our movies, but now you got to go do TV for us. You got to do some streaming for us, <laughs> you know, and I have no choice, you know, in the matter, you know, and it's, it's, it's great to see that, like that they, these characters, especially, uh, uh, what was her name again? The, the Yelena, Yelena. Or, actually, I, you know, I realized that she actually plays, um, in, there is a movie that I really, really liked. I don't know if we ever talked about it, but it's Fighting With My Family. It's the kind of like the story of how Paige, the WWE wrestler, got into wrestling. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, we never and, talked about it. Yeah, no. Well, she plays Paige. And I was like, it's, I think it's the first time I ever saw her. I was like, hey, she's pretty good. You know, like, I don't know who she is. But she was entertaining enough because, like, I'm, I'm looking through her um, – her, what do you call it? Uh, her IMDb? filmography. Yeah, okay. Her IMDb thing. And I'm like, okay, I, I don't, I, I'm not really into Mel, um, her, the Midsummer. She plays Danny. Like, I'm not into the horror flick. So I'm like, all right. She seems, but I'm like, all right. Seems like she's an up and comer. She only has got like 23 uh, movies to her credit or stuff to her credit. But everything I've seen her, I liked her. Okay. You know? I said I really enjoy her as a, as a character, and you know, and so far, and like I said, it just it's just to see her from going from like Black Widow to you know Hawkeye, and I was saying with uh, uh, Jer- Jer- uh, Jeremy Renner. Yeah, I don't make, I want to sure sure if that name was right. I'm like, I'm gonna I'm gonna probably say that. Like, Who's that guy? <laughs> the fuck are you talking about, weirdo? Um, but uh, yeah, I, it's good to see those like actors, you know, being be able to go. You know what? Yeah, we'll do a six seven, you know, week. Uh, right. Story it's like, arc. It's, it's, yeah, it's like okay. Well, here it's eight episodes. It might be like a month worth of shooting of that. Uh, you know, it's a paycheck. But I also think too that I, I think shows like um, Sons of Anarchy and Breaking Bad, where they're they're really good. Back in our day, if you you were either a TV star or a movie star, right? And if you were a TV star and you got to become a movie star, you never went back to TV. And if you were a movie star that went on TV for like a long time, your your career was almost done. If you weren't doing a guest spot, your career was over. You know, mm-hmm. now that I don't think that that's the case anymore. I think that the with with streaming and with shows like Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones, like all those really good written shows, I think that now you have contenders where it's like, okay, well, I can do TV and movies, and it doesn't really affect me as big or as, as bad as it might no I'm not saying that it still doesn't happen like there's I don't as big as Big Bang Theory is I don't think any of them are really movie star quality kind of actors right. you know I, I've seen them do like I mean <clears throat> I think uh, what's his face from um, fuck <laughs> um, Jeremy Parsons uh, what's a uh, Shit. Jim uh, Parsons. Jim Parsons. Right. I think he's good enough to be able to do like voiceover work, but and I was like I thought he was really good in the like some Netflix movies, but like they're not movie movies. Right. You know, I think that he is or he's not gonna be leading a leading actor, he'll be part of an ensemble cast in a big movie. Right. You know. I, I'm like I feel like uh those kind of characters those those while the show's popular yeah, 
you know, I don't see them really breaking out as as movie stars anytime soon. Did you hear a um, banging? Yeah, there was banging out in the distance. Okay. Yeah, it's, okay. we got some fireworks going off. Okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but now I'm like my 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 pooch is like, what was that? Huh? So now Stacy's like, no, everything's fine. We kind of calming her down. <laughs> um. So I, I but somebody like um. Shit, what's his face? God damn, I just said from Breaking Bad. Um, uh, trying to think of the actor's name. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, shit. Right. Him. <laughs> that guy. He can, he can flow between both. You know, he's good enough on TV, but he's also really good in movies, too. And he's I've seen him in movies. You know, so I don't see the – his line's blurred. Now, I don't think George Clooney is going to go back to Cranston, Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston, thank you very much. I don't see Clooney going, yeah, I think I'm going to do some TV for a while. Unless he's like, yeah, I don't feel like leaving the office, so I'll just record here. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? <laughs> so, I, I mean, I, I, like, I thoroughly, I thought the show was very, very entertaining and fun. Um, I'm happy about it. Um, did you see anything else? Um, no. Uh Okay. Um, I I um um, you know, because because of this week, uh, it was more of, of preparing for for Christmas for us. So I didn't really get to watch too much TV. But that was we were like two or three days of like we binged basically um, uh, Hawkeye through the through the week. So we didn't see much. Um, though I did pick up a few things, uh, or not pick up. I did get a few things for Christmas. My wife got me a, a bunch of movies. Um, so I was excited about that. Uh, yeah. What, what was your haul this week? This this uh, this Christmas, Ed? Well, I I I, I comp- last week I got the original series of um, of movies of Planet of the Apes. Well, okay. for 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 Christmas, my wife got me the rest of the Planet of the Apes movies, including nice. the Mark Mark Wahlberg Planet of the Apes. <laughs> the classic. The classic. Tim Burton. Tim Burton rebooted Planet of the Apes. Yes. And then, I, of course, I've got Ooh. the Dawn, Rise, and War of Planet of the Apes. So that completes now all my Planet of the Apes. I have every Planet of the Apes movie uh, known. That okay. About. She's got to get you the TV show. Yeah. There's also an animated series, which I, I was That's re- right. there recently was. found out about. Um, and then, of course, we got some uh, Disney classics as well, or some new Disney classics, I should say. Um, I did get the Lion King one and a half. Uh, I know how much you talked about that one, and I've never, never seen, never seen it. So I figured, you know what? I mean, I could have watched it on Disney Plus, but you know, it's not really part of my collection, so I wanted to to make it part of my collection. So I did that. Uh, and right. then uh, I got uh, Luca, which is an animated movie that I still haven't seen yet, so I have to see that one. All right. um, I did get uh, uh, Cruella. Uh, the you know the Emma Stone one. It's it's. Uh-huh. I really recommend that one. It was really good. It is really really good. Um, and then of course I got Jungle Cruise uh, with uh, Dwayne Johnson and Emily Blunt. Um, so I, I really recommend that one as well. That's actually on that uh, Disney Plus as well. So you can. Catch that was also that. a cute movie. I like that one too. So, um, and then these other ones were just movies that I've seen like maybe like once or like you know like. Uh, a long time ago secretariat it's about war it's about a racing movie it's a disney movie diane lane and uh john malkovich 
I I liked the movie, so I was like, you know what? I don't have it, so I I got it on my collection. All right. This one is like there was a bunch of shorts that they did like a long time ago, probably like in the 30s and, and you know in the and uh, like 30s and 40s, you know, movies. And uh, if it's called Melody Time, it's a, it's like kind of like a they string it all together into one like feature film type of thing, right? Um, you know, like Blame on the Samba, Bumble Boogie. These are these are movies you might not hear. A little too, uh, Pecos Bill, Johnny Appleseed, um, and they you know Donald I think puts them all together into into like a, a feature film type of thing. I enjoyed it when I was a kid. I remember like I think I rented this like you know back in the day when you used to go out and tooth to a store to rent movies and i think i've rent this like right. a few times because i always like the, the disney, the day. disney shorts i always enjoyed those and finally for uh a uh, thing i saw the most of this uh, at my brother's when we were younger uh like we're in our 20s um it was called the record of lotus war it's a um it's a japanese anime kind of like uh like dungeons and dragons style uh, um, series. It's a small series of uh, I forget how many episodes this is. I'm trying to look for as I'm talking to you, but anyway, it's it's a good series. I I was enjoyed it, but I don't think we ever finished it because we used to watch it on a Sunday night with a bunch of people, and then something happened where we just stopped watching it, and I don't remember how it ended. So I'm like, and I've always like in the back of my mind, I'm like one day I'm gonna I'm gonna get it, and you know, luckily this Christmas I did, so now I can finally watch it. I'm gonna watch it soon and, and enjoy it. So. But nice. it's called yeah, it's called the Record of Lotus. Where I enjoyed that. <clears throat> so that's that's my movie haul. But the big, I think the big gift for me was I got a Millennium Falcon. You got a Millennium Falcon. I got a, I got a Lego Millennium Falcon. Wow, can you read the big one? Not the big one. No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> no this is this is like the Rise of Skywalker Millennium Falcon. Um, gotcha. You know, and I was just like, just to have a Millennium Falcon because so many times, you know, you, you know, especially when like Solo came out, I'm like. I don't really like that front design thing that they did. And then, right. then I decide I want it and it's gone. You know, like you, you, you're, you're <laughs> like, you're, you're buying like twice the price or whatever. Um, I remember there was another one that came out like before that. And I was just like thinking about, think about, it. I was like, you know, and then I'm like, you know, I'm going to buy it. And then of course it's, it's gone, you know, like, like over and over again, I did that. So one week before, like a couple weeks before Christmas, we were at a store and I saw it there and I'm like, I'm like, see if, if there's anything you really want me to get for you for Christmas, it's this. It's, <laughs> she, she picked it up like, right there, there. Cause it was like, there was like two laughs. There was just like, I'm like, and then like, like I, I did look like, and I never saw it again. Like I know I always go, I always go look to see what they have like in Legos, you know, every week I go to Target or Walmart or, you know, whatever store I'm in, if they sell Legos, I'll go look, see what they have. And they don't have like any of the big stuff. Like it's all like the little rinky dinky kind of, you know, little pay packs or whatever. And that's it. That's all I have for Star Wars. So I'm like, I was thrilled to get it. So one day I'll put it together and, you know, well, I have a few ships I got to still got to put together. I, I still have the Boba Fett ship. I have an a, a Y wing and an ATSD that I still have put together. So <laughs> they're on their boxes. They're in mint condition. <laughs> <laughs> So that was pretty much it. Um, there were some other things I, I can't remember. Well, it wasn't exciting. Maybe socks <clears throat> and underwear. Or something. So yeah, I mean, um, my my haul. I kind of Stacy and I. Stacy doesn't really. 
I don't say she doesn't do Christmas. She loves Christmas. The problem is she's got no patience to buy a gift and then hide it. Mm-hmm. You know, so anytime I, you know, she might have bought me something, she's like, I came in and I, I'm, I'm Mr. Like I can wait. It's I don't know what it is or I might know what it is. I can wait to open it. She's, no, just open it now. Like okay. So a lot of the stuff that she got me was given to me over the course of between Hanukkah and Christmas. So, like I did get. Um, no time to die. But we talked about that last week. I got it before everybody else. Um, did I bitch about MGM? I don't know if I bitched about MGM. Well, I did not. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that. No, you did bitch about it. And on <laughs> it was due. It was coming out that Tuesday. Uh huh. And it was on a Sunday. I was at a store, and I saw it. Okay, right. And I'm like, oh my god, it's early. Like, like Walmart's doing that now. Like, I. I don't know if they're. I think it's they're just doing. It was during during the Christmas holiday. They were just getting stuff out the door. They were like, right. you know, fuck They're it. I don't care. Street day. Right. right. So I'm like, I picked it up and I'm like excited, you know, kind of thing. And I got home and I had a hard time loading the code on the damn, thing. <laughs> you know, on it. And I'm I'm like, I'm like motherfucker, right? And I'm like, you know, because it's like. You, the, like you can go to the app and I'm like the, the the app is useless uh, I hate to tell you you know like like you <laughs> you can't load it you need you need either Mac you need an, either MacBook or a Windows PC that has the iTunes store that's, yep that's it yep uh huh so I you know so finally like because I was so I trying like I think all all wait what day no it was Monday I'm sorry it wasn't it wasn't Sunday it was Monday and I kept trying and trying and trying and all, and and then you were telling me like you know it won't be available to Tuesday, so I'm thinking well maybe that's that's the reason why. So Tuesday, I did go in <laughs> to work, and my I do have iTunes on my computer at work, and I loaded on. But it's funny though is is that iTunes I I clicked on it and it does nothing, and it, you know the circle spins and spins and spins, and then it's just back to your desktop. Mm-hmm. And I and I kept trying and kept trying, and then I would go into Task Manager and delete it and then you know and start over again and over so finally i gave up i'm like i just clicked on it it's spinning it went nowhere so i'm like screw it i gotta get back to work i'm working all of a sudden like i'm typing an email all of a sudden itunes opens up <laughs> and i'm like <laughs> i did that like 30 minutes ago i i op- I, I set it to open and, it, and then now it opened and i tried it again just to see like after after i was done doing what i did in itunes i clicked on it again after i closed out and it took like 30 minutes for it to open up and I'm like wow this is just terrible I'm like I'm like that's I'm glad I don't have an apple but it really it really burned my ass though it really chafed my ass <laughs> to come home and you know of course I do have the Apple TV app so I do have my movie collections and it's there so I'm like okay I have it uh-huh. but then you go to voodoo or you go to movies anywhere and it's not Nothing. there and it's like, and I'm like, it's connected. I made sure, like, I, because that was the thing. I'm like, well, maybe, it, maybe they didn't hook it up right or something like that. So I got huh? unconnected it, reconnected it. All the movies show up. I'm like, nope, it's, it's, it's MGM. It's MGM. MGM does not want to play well with others. It doesn't. Cause I was suspicious of MGM because I, I bought, um, I got as a gift the, um, Aretha Franklin movie, Respect. Mm hmm. Again, I had to load it loaded up through iTunes, and it didn't show up on my, on my what do you call it, um, my movies anywhere. Like I get it, I'm like, okay, well they're not doing Voodoo, but my movies anywhere, which is attached to my iTunes, it should be able to play that. Mm-hmm. Like, 
but it's not. And I'm like, well, son of a bitch. Now, luckily, I have a smart TV, and I downloaded the Apple Apple TV app, and there it is, so I can watch it on my TV. I, I have a little bit more of a beef of the fact that what I like about Voodoo and Movies Anywhere is if there were special features, you get the special features. With iTunes, you don't. You just get the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, well, I now I have to kind of remember how to work a remote because all I have is the PS5, and I can pop that in, sure, to watch the special features, but I don't remember how to work the remote. Like I told Stacy, I'm, I'm just going to get a media remote for the for the PS5. I'm like, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to need it more often because, um, like, like, okay, for example, Stacy's watching Netflix through the PS5. It would be nice if she had a remote you know, like a media remote. I have a couple movies that I would like to be able to play through the PS5 that have a media remote would be nice because I'm bougie that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I, I just, but I was like, when I got, cause I was in the same boat, I was like, okay, well I got the movie early. I'll wait till Tuesday. I put, and I was even smart. Like I even tried being sneaky about it. I tried to redeem the code through the Movies Anywhere app on my phone because there's a redeem button. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I manually typed it in. It's not. Nope, you can't do it. I'm like, well, son of a bitch. So I had to get Stacy's laptop, which I'm on now, and I had to open up iTunes, put the code in. I was like, <sighs> and then you know, double check. But I'm like, why? In today's, in today's world, in today's society, wherever media is shared amongst everybody, why are you making these deals? Why? Why are you doing these back alley deals where it's like, okay, well, you know what, you know, I got, I got, I got these MGM movies, but you know what, iTunes only you get them. Like, <laughs> come on, why can't, why, I mean, and why can't you think, what, why are you so mad at movies anywhere that you can't have your shit on there when it's linked to iTunes? Why? It's money. I mean, but that's the thing. Like, like imagine now, like you have now, you have to have the Apple TV app to watch these specific movies. And like, right. why we got you here, you know, for five bucks a month or whatever it is, yeah. you can get these shows like that, you know, are, are raking up awards and blah, blah, blah. Cause they're, right. oh, they've, yeah, been, they've been plugging that cool. shit all over the place. Right. That, uh, feel good, whatever show. Uh, about the guy with the soccer, the, the guy, fuck everything. Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. I hear it wins awards, and everyone's like, "This just shows phenomenal." I'll never see it. I mean, I'll see it. I'll wait. I, I'm, I'll watch a bootleg copy of it somewhere. Because <laughs> we live in that world too. If you're not going to give me the media, if you're not going to give it to me, I'll find a way to get it. You right. know, <laughs> like you come to me, I want to, I want to watch my No Time to Die through my Voodoo. Watch the special features you're not going to give to me. I'll find a way. <laughs> <laughs> Even though you have a copy, you could put it in your PS5, right. play I only have it. Put it PlayStation 5 and just play it right, right from there. Nope. I want, I want my media streaming now. <laughs> I used to be like, I got okay. spoiled. God, I gotta have that hard copy, you know. Put it in. Now I'm spoiled with the video thing. I'm like, I can just don't even have to go out of bed. Just click, 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 and I'm playing. <laughs> you know. Now you gotta make me get up, put a disc into the disc drive, figure out how to get to the media part. I don't have a media remote, so now I go, okay, well, is the circle paused or is the circle stop? I don't remember. <laughs> and I have to do a little pop up menu on the screen, and they're like, okay, and then move over to the pause button. How do I get rid of this screen? Because 
Oh, I know X is pause and not pause. I got that down. <laughs> if I want to fast forward like 15 seconds, just swipe on the touchpad. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's frustrating. I'm like, come on, guys. This is we live in the 21st century now. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. Just give just give it to me. And then a part of me is like, you know, what I'm gonna do Ed. I'm gonna wait. Until they have like it's on sale for like five bucks on Voodoo, I'm like fucking buying it again. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't tempt me. It's ten dollars right now. No, it's twenty dollars right now. <laughs> but you but know what's sad time. is <laughs> I have a wish list. It's one there because of that reason, <laughs> right? <laughs> and then I'm annoyed too because I'm looking. I'm like, wait, they got one special feature? Come on! And it's not it's not available because it's not on movies anywhere or anything. It's it's just the movie, and I'm like. You guys find every angle just to piss me off, like every angle. <laughs> I'm just like, all right, well, you know, I'll wait, I'll wait, I'm patient, I got it, I'll, I can watch whenever I want, whenever I want. The moment it goes on sale, Voodoo, buying it. <laughs> you got me. I know you got me for ten bucks. I know. It, I'm hoping for five. That's gonna take a while though. I have to wait for that super duper special. You know. <laughs> Like maybe it's like 007 day or something. <laughs> the next Bond film comes out and it's like, Daniel Craig, half off. Right. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, 10 bucks. Like, oh, I bitch if it's like six ninety nine. I'm like, I don't know. Is the movie worth? Like, I think. I think. Uh, I said, I'm like, Voodoo, you could do better. Right. Like, six you could do better, Voodoo. Come on. Hook me I, I up. Have been cir- I have been circling. I don't know what part of me wants to buy the two Charlie Angels movies. You know, I, I enjoyed them. I thought they were fun, but they were like eight bucks a piece. And I'm going, yeah, I think you do better. I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> like I get the itch. I'm like, well, maybe I'll just buy one. I don't have to buy both of them because the problem is they don't, when you buy through the app, they don't let you stack movies. You can't do like a big order. So you get hit with tax every time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's I'm like, okay, well maybe I'll just buy one movie. To, like I think I bought uh, what did I buy it was five bucks shit what was my most recent purchase it was five bucks and I was like I want that movie it's five dollars I'm in I'm gonna look while I'm talking um, but like Charlie's Angels I'm like well it's eight dollars a piece I'm like <sighs> I wonder if it's like on video like I don't have a hard copy of it so part of me is like well I wonder if I can get like a hard copy and like it looked a two pack with the digital content for like twenty dollars I'm like that that I'm sold on <laughs> you know because I'm like why not like I, I that it's most with my movies let's see if I can film them sort by uh, recently added uh, oh no it's not there <laughs> like that's 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 not accurate at all you sons of bitches <sighs> fucking Default sword. Oh no, it was Daredevil. Director's cut. It's five bucks. Oh, okay. I'm like, but here's the thing: is the director's cut and the theatrical cut are both five bucks, and I'm like, I, I like the director's cut. It added like an extra half hour and more Matt Murdock. I'm like, I'm gonna get five bucks. I'm in. You know, Silverado was five dollars. I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll buy Silverado. It's an old western movie that I really liked. I'm like, I'm gonna get that. Five bucks. I bought that like two weeks ago, you know. But I'm like Daredevil. Five dollars. I'm in. Recall it. 
Charlie's Angels, eight dollars? No. <laughs> <laughs> Just... Too much. Get I, out of you here. You know, because I know it comes with a sequel, and I like the sequel too. And I'm like, well, I don't know, it's $16 for two movies. I don't know if I have that kind of – I have the cash. I have the ability to buy it, but I, do I really want it? And I'm like, well, there's that movie I always wanted to see was The Night Before. Which it's uh, Seth Rogen, uh, Anthony Mackie, and uh, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. It's like Christmas Eve, and they're, they're like having this wild night out. And I'm like, I think that's $8. And I'm like – Okay, well, I mean, it's eight dollars for a movie I've never seen. Right, like that, that might be worth it. <laughs> but I'm like, well, do I really want to get it? Like, I also like um, since we're talking movies, The Mask of Zorro, both both for, both the original and the sequel. Right. Uh, the Antonio Banderas ones, they're I think like five bucks a pop, and I'm like, oh, maybe Antonio Banderas is Zorro. I like that movie. I was like, I remember liking those movies. I remember there being fun movies. You know, I'm like, maybe I'll add them to my uh, collection at some point. But what else you get, Ed? Oh, you know what? I got I got a nice, my sister-in-law, Sarah, Stacy's sister. Um, they got me a, um, well, first the, the kids got me a, like a little, a Mandalorian phone holder. It's for smartphones. It's like a a Grogu st- a phone stand. Right. I'm like, all right, I like that. That's kind of cool. I could use that at the office. But what they really got me, what I really like too, is they got me the Star Wars The Lightsaber Collection book. Wow. Yeah, I know. It's got everyone's lightsaber in it. And I was like, to me, I'm like, really? How many people have lightsabers? Because I don't even remember. Like, I could take like five, maybe six. <laughs> like, <laughs> Not enough to have a book, but then I'm like, oh, they went with all the movies and all the all the supplemental stuff. Like, like, let me open up a random page. Like, you know, see who see who we got here. Random page, uh, Kit Fisto. Oh, his, okay. His lightsaber. And another random page, <clears throat> Darth Maul. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody I would have known right from the get go. Uh, they also have this, the recall. I think they updated for the last uh, the Jedi Fallen Order because they have the the Ninth Sister Inquisitor. I'm like, ooh, okay. Uh, the Ezra Brigadier, his second lightsaber. Bridger. And his, huh? Bridger. Bridger. Thanks. And his first lightsaber, the lightsaber blaster hybrid. I'm like, oh, that seems kind of cool. How'd that work? You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then it's like, okay, well, here's what it looks like when it's on. Un- there's like an index with all the, hey, Ahsoka Tano's lightsabers from Rebellion. And, oh, look, the Jedi Temple Guard. Apparently, he had one. Lord Corvex. I'm like, oh, look, they have a whole bunch of lightsabers. I'm like, oh, look at that. I'm like, I'm going to read them all at some point in time. Like, <laughs> Ed, lightsaber of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know, Ed? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I got that. No. Um, <clears throat> did you watch? Did you see anything else this week? No, like I said, uh, the, that's that's all I could get to uh, this week because of uh, Christmas and and you know preparing and all. I mean, I, I've I've been watching stuff, but nothing you know, like I nothing I finished yet. Okay. Like when I'm I'm watching the Happy Time Murders again. All right. <laughs> I, I find that movie funny. I, I know a lot of people I, I, did. I, I think it's funny too. Um, I, I did. 
Um, I did watch Matrix. Okay, how was it? It's more like Matrix. Oh, <laughs> a lot of people didn't like it for some reason. I, I don't. I'm gonna say I don't. I didn't dislike it, but I wasn't like, I wasn't overwhelmed by it. I wasn't like, oh my god, this movie's fucking awesome. It was just kind of meh. Uh, it, it, they kind of just rehashed the first movie. They, they, it's basically they Force Awakens it. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh. the best way I can, I can put it. They retold you. They retold you the exact same story that you knew from beforehand. We just kind of zhuzhed it up a little bit, and we got some of the older people in it to kind of, you know, like. <sighs> There's a conversation between uh, Neo, who's not Neo at the moment, and his boss, played by uh, the guy who does the voice of Kristoff for um, uh, Frozen. To me, he's King uh, King George from Hamilton. Okay. If you've seen Hamilton. Um, he plays uh, Keanu's boss, which, you know, he they're sitting down and I'm gonna spoil. I'm gonna light spoils. I'm not gonna spoil too much. Okay. I know you don't care, right? But I mean, somebody out there might. Right. The light. The light spoil is is that Keanu, uh, his character. Um, I forget what his name, real name was. Mr. Anderson. Right. Um, Tom Anderson, I think it was. <clears throat> but Mr. Anderson, he was. He's a game designer, and he designed a game called The Matrix. And it was really popular and sold like fucking wildfire, and it it changed the way game plays games were made. But unfortunately, he put so much of himself into that game, he kind of lost the sense of reality between what was real and what was fantasy from the game. So he has a therapist, and he is trying to deal with you know the struggle of having might have committed tried to commit suicide at some point in time because he thought he could fly because if you remember at the end of the fourth one he kind of flew off into the distance it was thomas a anderson thomas anderson tom mr anderson yes so they you know so he's kind of working on that but they want to make and i think it's very meta because the two of them in this conversation um anderson's boss is like warner brothers came to us they're going to reboot the game whether we want to or not so we might as well play along and and be part of it so that way you know we can kind of be a part of it you know get paid right and i feel like that's kind of how it felt like everybody being in that movie was acting <laughs> <laughs> like like you knew warner brothers was going to do this with or without keanu reeves but and i don't think keanu reeves i think keanu reeves is a decent human being right right and i i he i think he'd want to be in the movie because he wants to be in the movie mm-hmm uh, I think Carrie Ann Moss also would want to be in the movie because she is in the movie. She's Trinity. Can't have Neo without Trinity, right? Right. Um, everybody else, like um, Hugo Weaving was supposed to be in it, but apparently he bowed out. Um, Lawrence Fishburne is supposed to be in it, and he's, he, but he's not. But they, they have a Morpheus character in it, and they do what I would say a nice um, – not switch, but they kind of justify why the actor is not Lawrence Fishburne, and I was like, okay, I, I get it. It's it's a little, it's, it's kind of meta, but not very meta. It's just like I said, it just 
And then, you know, during the course of time, it's like, well, he is he in the Matrix? You know, he, does he get pulled out? Spoilers, he does. <laughs> <laughs> but but it really is. It is almost beat for beat the original movie. Okay. You know, like like he's it's you know like oh, Mr. Anderson, you follow me, you know, follow the White Rabbit kind of thing. You know, and and the people around him know that he's Neo, but they have to kind of convince him that hey, dude, you're Neo. You know, and I'm like, they, they, they did that in the first movie. <laughs> and, you know, and then when they, you know, when he finally gets pulled out, it's you're like, okay, he now he, he looks like he did in the first movie. But the thing that's weird is that some of the other people from the original trilogy have aged. Um, like Jada Pickett Smith's in it. But she, they have old makeup on her because she has aged since the, the Matrix was, since Neo quote-unquote freed everybody you know and i'm like all right but she's still kind of the same like just like at the end they kind of did something where i'm like okay well they i don't want to say you know there was some wokeness to it but you kind of gotta expect that nowadays in movies it wasn't like insultingly woke but it was definitely like oh i see what you did there i wonder if that's and knowing that um, it, both Wachowskis in it didn't produce it, only uh, Lana, I think, is the the director, writer and director. Um, I thought I thought the director was the guy who's the stuntman of uh, the Matrix. It's nope. Not, okay. Nope. They got they got um, half of the Wachowskis back. Okay. Um, which again makes you feel like someone went. You know what? They're going to do it with or without you. You might as well get involved. <laughs> <laughs> Like it's it's just the way I feel. It is. Oh, hold on! Don't cut me again. Um, tire can see all cast. Uh, nope. It is directed by uh, Lana Wachowski. Okay. Okay. Um, who also helped? Um, who with at the time uh, they were the Wachowski brothers, but then they both transitioned into uh, female roles. Uh, so they're just called the Wachowskis now. But Lana, they, um, they recall they're part of this one. But again, I feel like they were like, well, they're going to do without me. I, I feel like because the, the other Wachowski pretty much said, I don't want to be a part of it. I've said all I had to say about what I wanted to say in the first three. No need for me to be a part of this one. Um, which I can respect that. I'm like, all right, you know, you do you, buddy. Right. You know, and but I also did feel like I'm like okay, well, this beats for beat. I mean, I I was trying to tell somebody at work the reason why I don't think I was overwhelmed or be like, whoa, you know, huh. it's because there wasn't anything to kind of wow me. We live in a world where we've pretty much seen fucking everything at this point. Bullet time was fresh and new, and it was like, oh my god, I've never seen anything like it. But then because you've never seen it like it, everyone else decided to do it. All right. It became saturated, so now they have to come up with some. You got to find something to, to kind of wow me. Now they still use bullet time, but they kind of use it in a very different fashion. Um, instead of, um, uh, without spoiling it, they kind of slow down time on a bigger scale. Um, while one person moves at normal speed, everything else around them moves at a slow mo speed. Hmm. If that if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, 
Or it's like you see it from the reverse angle. You know, like how when Neo was dodging bullets, you just saw him like move really fast, like whoosh, 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 whoosh. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, imagine like you being in a room and you're the only one going whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. You see it from that perspective and how everything else is slowed down. Right. You know? I, I, but again, meh. Like, all right, oh, look. You're walking through a room and everything's slow. Wow, well, I've never seen that before. <laughs> like, it's just I was waiting for that. Okay, what what new inventive thing that you're gonna come with that no one's ever seen? Like, if you're gonna reboot a movie to help redefine movies, you should try to bring something to the table that will once again redefine how movies are made. And they didn't. <laughs> like, I, I got done. It took me two nights to watch because I watch it like late at night. Um, and by the time I got done this, this the second, by the time I got done last night, I was like, yeah. I, I don't really know if I want a sequel to this. <laughs> like I thought, I'm like I, I saw this movie. Like I know, I mean, they did end it where you can kind of maybe go off in a different direction. But a part of me is just like, yeah, but I'm I'm glad I I'm glad I didn't pay to see it. You know what I mean? Like right. I didn't, I'm glad. Not I mean I have the HBO Max app, but I'm glad I saw it in the comfort of my own home, where I could watch it at my own pace. If I could, when I pee, I, like, it just felt like. Had I gone into the theater and then sat there for two and a half hours, I would have walked out and went, "What a piece of shit!" <laughs> <laughs> well, as I say, like I, it's like playing paying full uh, movie ticket price. You're kind of going, "Yeah, I'm I'm glad I didn't pay that full movie, you know, ticket price. I, I got to right. see it with a bunch of movies basically to to swallow that in." Yeah, I so. mean, uh, I, I mean, I I I was just like, "Oh, all right, well." I guess I saw it. You know, I wasn't like now. My coworker liked it, but he also didn't see mate the first Matrix in the movie theater. He was a kid, and I felt like I kind of feel like if you saw the first Matrix, the first three movies in the theater, by the time you got it, if you're a kid, and by the time you get around to watching the Matrix, all that stuff's already been done before or done previously in another movie you might have seen three weeks ago. So to you, it's just another movie potentially, which you could like. I'm not saying that you know the Matrix is a bad movie, but there's nothing like when we walked when I walked out of that theater, I was like, oh my god, that movie was incredible. Like you got to see things you've never seen before, and and it was just wild. And the the Mr. Anderson, like just Hugo Weaving being Mr. Anderson, was like, I mean, being Agent Smith was like crazy. And right. You walked out going, wow, it kind of didn't really fuck with your head. It kind of, this one wanted to try to fuck with your head, but you're just like, yeah, I, I, I've seen this game before. Like, I've done this before. So you're not really, you know, you kind of, it, it's, I'll be honest, first hour is kind of annoying because he's kind of like in this, like, is he, oh, I'm not Neo, trying to, trying to pull him out. And you're like, well, come on, dude. I mean, I know that anybody who's seen the movies, Supposedly that during that trilogy, it was like the seventh time that the Matrix has been rebooted. And you're like, okay, but this it ended a little different than the other six times previously. So you're like, okay, well, why? Well, are you trying to tell me that nothing really happened after that movie? Because it just rebooted itself? <laughs> <laughs> and, and it kind of did, but there was a little bit of a tweak to it. And like every time the 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 machines learn so they make different they make changes which is i think the reason why they were like no he's a programmer now a famous programmer it made the game called the matrix and you know it's like oh okay so you're just trying to be 
I'm like, eh. like I said, it was it wasn't horrible, but I was didn't feel like I was blown away by anything crazy. No, that was my review. Was, All right. the, the meh tricks. <laughs> that's, I'm, that's, I'm, I'm, that's what I'm. That's that's my staple. Right. <laughs> On a scale of one to ten, it was maybe a six. Maybe. All right. Well, that's still pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, about average. That's why the eh, you know solid. <laughs> Check it off a list. <laughs> uh, but I don't know what's coming out. I mean, I'm going to say this is probably the lean lean week of videos uh, movies and video games yes <laughs> yes it is uh, but here we go releases of the week's kids um, actually yeah because I, 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 I figured since we didn't talk about we didn't do releases of the week last week I would right. have given you highlights but I can pretty much give you the whole thing today for last week and this week so as of last week No Time to Die obviously came out as we talked about The Many States of Newark also came out last week so if you're uh, um, uh, a Sopranos fan. fan Sopranos fan and you like the movie there you go it's it's out uh, there's a new Hotel Transylvania movie it's called uh, Hotel Transylvania Transformania and it's uh, Coming out on Blu-ray right. DVDs was also on Netflix. I think it was a, a Netflix. No, it's an Amazon Prime. I'm sorry, it's an Amazon Prime. I apologize. Yes, but that you can buy that if you want that part of your collection. I, I know probably I have to get that part of mine because we do. My wife enjoys the Hotel Transylvania movies, um, so I will be getting that in the set. Yeah, the, the the here it is. They get transformed into humans, Ed. Right, and the human and the humans trans- get transformed into monsters. monsters. Oh, it's a big, big spooky, freaky Friday, blah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, for video games, Among Us, uh, cr- Crewmate Edition. Crewmate Edition came out, developed by Intersal <laughs> and published by Maximum Games for PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, NES, and Switch. And that came out on December 21st. Yeah, it's it's basically, hey, if you want to buy, if you want, <laughs> the game is still like five dollars, I think, online. Right, uh-huh. but they're going to throw in a bunch because the game is so popular. Is it still? That's my question. I don't know if it still is because it was a big like explosion on the scene where it was like memes and all the kind of stuff, and all of a sudden it died. It had like 15 minutes of fame, and then it poofed. But now all of a sudden it's like, hey, here's a hard copy of the game with extra digital content, and it's like, so wait, you expect people to pay thirty dollars so they can have a different scheme? I mean, people will pay it. People, are, you know, they do it with Fortnite, but I'm like, I. Really? Like, uh, and then here's what's crazy. What's even crazier is that the version came out, the mm-hmm. crewmate edition is for all those systems. I think in a couple more, a couple months, there's a, a bigger edition coming out with more shit to it. Like, a, I'm like, there's like, oh, like, here comes the crewmate edition. But I think in like a month or maybe two months, there's like the super duper crewmate edition where it comes with like a plushie or, or <laughs> like, <laughs> a plushie. Right, I'm like, really, guys? Let's plush you like, this up. Like, like, all right. I mean, people, people buy. I'm not gonna, you know. I look, I buy crazy shit all the time, so I can't judge people on what they buy. Right. But I can. I, I mean, I know I get some hard eye rolls when I go. I bought this because I wanted it, you know. And they really you spent money on that. That's the way I kind of feel like the whole Among Us thing. It's like, wait, really? You're gonna out of all the things you're gonna buy, you're gonna buy that? All right, it's your money. I ain't gonna stop you. <laughs> like, like, have, I mean, have fun with that. 
I hope you get a couple more likes on your streams. <laughs> you know, anything else coming out? Uh, well, that's for this week. Uh, that was last uh-huh. week, by the way. That that was okay. uh, December twenty first. So for this week, um. We have the French Dispatch is coming out on Blu-ray and DVD. Um, that's that Wes Anderson movie. I know it's bit, it's the only big thing that was coming out. Also, Robot Carnival is also getting a 4K release this week. That's the uh, other exactly. Let's <laughs> get a 4K. Robot Carnival. It's a movie from. Um, I have never even heard of that. You never heard of Robot Carnival? Really? No. Oh, okay. It's an I anime mean, movie. A collection of sh- of short stories made by different animators with robot as the working title. So that's the gotcha. the idea of it. It's an anime type of thing. A- apparently, it's huge among the anime community, as far okay. as I uh, as far as I know, because I know thing came out in eighty seven. Um, but I remember it was you know it was one of those huge things. Be, like, oh, you got to see Robot Carnival. I'm like, okay, I never have, but. <laughs> But uh, I, it's, I it's, think it's, I might have heard of it. I don't know if I ever watched. It. Like, like the name Robot Carnival seems. Now that you're talking more about, it, I'm like, it seems like like in the back of my head, like a distant, faint. Like, I think I might have heard that. Maybe I don't think I've ever watched it. Maybe did I? Because it would probably have been on Sci-Fi, like their whole tsunami thing. Right. I'm like, maybe did I? Probably not, because I'm I was real picky about my anime. <laughs> So, like, all right, well, good. I'm glad that the robot circus people are having a blast. Carnival. Yeah. Carnival. Carnival. Right. Robot right. Carnival. Enjoy. Hope, uh, they, hope, then they we... can, hope they all can pack in that tiny little car. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> just they all come on pack in and just one robot after another coming out of the backseat of the car. And she, went out of the, she went out of a cannon. Right. <laughs> You see a lot. See a robot put a line in it. <laughs> it's heading a lion, you know, the usual stuff. Robot, you know, pedaling a unicycle <laughs> while juggling. <laughs> All right, and then for video games, we have uh, Lucina, Lucina L-A-C-U-N-A. Uh, it's developed by Digital. Lucina. It's uh, developed by Digital Interactive and published by Assemble Entertainment. And uh, actually, last week it came out on the 21st for the PS4 and Xbox One, and this week it's coming out for the Switch. Okay, because you need an extra week just to marinate, I guess. Right, to, to put it <laughs> to get it on that small console. I don't know. Right. <laughs> so there you go, kids. That is all that's coming out. This this big uh, week. I know, huge week. You can tell it's the holiday. It's after the holidays because no one's putting anything out. Right. Not anytime soon. You know. I think the next, even the couple games that I was looking forward to got pushed back. I think. Uh, um, shit, what's got pushed back? Uh, Saints Row got pushed back to August now. Wow. Uh, I think the Tiny Tina's, um, the Borderlands <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons campaign thing <laughs> that, um, that I'm, I was really interested in playing, I think got pushed back like a month and I'm like, wow, I got nothing. I actually, I started playing, um, 
I finished Far Cry Six, uh, and I'm playing. I'm replaying um, Spider Man because I wanted to. And then last night, yesterday, I was for Christmas. We were off, Stacy and I, so it was yesterday. Um, I got a one year subscription to PlayStation Now. Um, got it as a gift for work, you know, as, as, a, as a manager thing, uh, part of my conference stuff. And I was like, I'm, I've always been interested in the PlayStation Now setup. It's basically um, just like the Game Pass for Xbox, where it's like a bunch of old games that you can either stream or download, depending on the game. And they usually do like have like newer games in it. I'm like, all right, I'll give it a. Let me see what's on there. I've, I've, I've had the code. I've never really perused it. And I've never really felt like playing anything, but mm. I don't really have. It's going to sound horrible to say I don't have anything to play when I do. I was looking for something just kind of different to do. Um, I know that the they had the Grand GTA Three, the definitive edition on on the PlayStation Now, so I could download or stream it. Because um, they just recently did the definitive trilogy, which was Three Vice City and San Andreas, and not it's not getting good reviews. And there's a part of me that's like, I kind of want to buy it because it's, I guess, because I heard it's shitty. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, it's it's weird. It's like, because we talked about it. I'm like, well, I, I think I'm pretty sure I finished Vice City, but I know I didn't finish, you know, I don't think I finished, uh, what do you call it? Uh, San Andreas. I'm pretty sure I didn't do the third one. I'm like, well, but a part of me is like, well, I don't think it's worth it because I'm looking at screenshots and I'm going, yeah, I don't. I don't think I have the patience for that kind of graphic capability coming out of a PS5, you know? And I know it sounds snotty, but just like Rockstar, you're putting all this money into all these other, like, the money that you're bringing in off, of, you know, GTA 5, so much so that you're about to update it again for the current gen systems. Like, you could have maybe put just a little bit more oomph into the game and not have it so buggy, not have it look so... It looks more like a. Uh, it looks like a nice PS3 game, is the best way I could put it. Because huh. I started, I did download it and I did start playing, it and I'm like, all right, uh, yeah, I'm like, okay, it's 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 not, it's not great. The visuals of it, the gameplay, still the same. I'm like, all right, I can move on from it. I'm like, I I, I got it out of my system to the point where I'm like, okay, I now I'm not gonna buy the definitive trilogy because I don't think it's worth it visually for me. Uh-huh. Um, I also did start playing the first Mafia game. I don't remember the Mafia games. There's Mafia 1, 2, and 3 is the most recent, obviously. Right. Um, but they went back to remaster the first two. And I I was like, well, that's free to play. I use free to play in air quotes because I did have the, the year subscription. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to start playing that. I downloaded, started playing that. I got pretty far yesterday. And I'm like, I might finish this one just to put it like a little like notch in my bedpost kind of thing. Because uh-huh. I don't think I remember really finished. I remember, I think I played it. I'm not sure. I'm like, well, you know what? I might be able to check this one off a box. I'm like, maybe I'll just keep going. Because I think it's, it's going to be uh, available to play up until I think the end of the month. And I'm like, all right, before they take it away and they put something in its place. Right. They're always constantly, they're constantly refreshing games and things like that. So that way you're not just spending out money and just finishing games left and right. Unless you pick one, put the time in, and then get done. Depending on how much time you're willing to put.
to a game, I guess. Right. You know, but they do have like PS2, PS3 games in it. I'm like, well, do I want to go back? But every time I look at the screenshots going like, hey, they didn't do anything. They just was like, hey, we put the game up there. Go play. Right. Like, eh, I don't know. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like they have. Um, while I have played Batman: Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, uh, they also added Batman: Arkham Origins, which, uh, but it's a PS3 version of the game, obviously. But a part of me is like, why? I, uh, do I really want to play that one again? Because I don't. I don't think I really like that one. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I liked. I liked you know some aspects of the game, but to me, it just felt like uh, they used the. Arkham City map, and they just kind of painted over it with like put a fresh coat of paint on it and made it like its own game because it had like that's where the origin sort of Batman and Joker first meet for the first time. It's like, all right, there's like little things in there that are neat and interesting that I might want to revisit, but I'm not sure if I really want to put that kind of effort into it. Right? (laughs) Like, a part of me is just like, well, I could just YouTube Batman Arkham Origins and watch all the entire cutscenes, and I think I'd be happy. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, yeah, that's what I've been trying to get. Try to get a little gaming in when I can, because um, during this time of year, it's it's a little more stressful, and I need ways to release some stress. Because if not, I'm just going to be like even more grumpier than I usually am, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> so I try to try to find ways to take the edge off, and video games and movies is my outlet. All right, because you know, because I can't. Murder is still illegal. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But speaking of murder, (laughs) I got nothing really there. I just figured I'd go with the, hey, Ed, I got news. Would you like to hear the news? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Time for the news. All right, Ed. Last time we had talked about news, um, there was the Peloton ads. Peloton was in little trouble. Yeah, because they had the actor die on, on the on the machine, right? Right. Now apparently, they got the one person they thought that could do really good damage control, and f- find a way to take an ad and and re- reassure people that it's just a TV show, right? Right. So they get the actor, um, uh, Nolan. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Noth, I think his name is. I'm trying to think. Um, the fuck's his name? Uh, 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 Chris Noth is his name. Okay. The guy who plays Mr. Bag, Bag, right? Right. Well, they have him in an ad with a woman, and it looks like it's just like romantic. And over the voice work is Ryan Reynolds, everyone's favorite Canadian. Right. Right. So you're figuring, oh my god, this is great. And just like that, um, and just like that, Ryan Reynolds and Pendleton have once again found themselves trending together in the middle of the holiday season. Um, to kind of remind people in 2019 after Peloton made a controversial commercial about a woman being given a Peloton bike for Christmas Ryan cast the same actress to make a commercial about aviation gin that was a couple years ago Uh, this year rather than work in opposition Peloton and Reynolds have joined forces to unite against a common enemy sex in the city Ed Um, the sex in the city sequel series which is called and just like that recently debuted and as we talked about Mr. Big the character played by Chris Noth died of a heart attack while riding a Peloton and the twist actually saw the real life stock of the stationary company stationary bike company take a pretty hard hit in response to the stock drop 
Peloton recruited North and uh, North and Reynolds to make an ad confirming that the regular that regular cycling is healthy for the heart. Um, and they obviously show you the ad. Uh, the commercial shows Noth on the couch next to actress Jess King, who usually plays Big's Peloton instructor, who actually plays Big's Peloton instructor on the show. Uh, he asks if she wants to go for another ride on the bike, saying that life's too short not to do what you love. Um, Ryan Reynolds eventually comes in with the voiceover, and his opening line is more than fitting. He starts a quick monologue about the health benefits of regular cycling with the phrase, and just like that, taking yet another jab at Sex in the City series. He ends the same monologue by saying that Noth is indeed alive. And just like that, the world was reminded that regular cycling stimulates and improves your heart, lung, and circulation, reducing your risk of cardiovascular disease. He says, cycling strengthens your heart muscles, resting pulse, and reduces fat levels. He's alive. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, you know, like, all right, well, that's it's kind of funny and all, right? You're like, hey, what's not to like? Right, Ed? Uh-huh. Hey, well, in the way the world works, because nothing's ever really fucking satisfied, <laughs> you know? <sighs> and just like that, Peloton and I had pulled because Chris Knopf accused of sexual assault. <laughs> <sighs> And again, I just um, it's it's from this is from the Hollywood gossip. Um, Peloton responds with Chris uh, with Chris not accused of sexual assault. Peloton is tossing away the ad until they know more. Uh, at the time, which means just days ago from when the ad was posted, uh, the decision was a marketing masterstroke. Uh, no brand wants their product their product featured in a memorable or tragic death on television, as This Is Us demonstrated a couple years ago. I guess apparently they had a an issue on the show. Uh, Peloton's retaliation was clever and classy, featuring Kit Chris Knott's character alive and well. Genuinely, it was brilliant. Uh, it was a smart move to pivot the conversation away from the idea of someone dying on a Peloton. Instead, the focus was on getting a good chuckle out of this quote-unquote retaliation alongside people being impressed that this was thrown together so quickly. Uh, Haste did not make waste in the case, but hindsight can f- make a fools of us all. <laughs> Uh, and of course, Eric, they have a quote. Every single sexual assault accusation must be taken seriously. Peloton added, said in a statement, we are unaware of these allegations when we featured Chris Knopf in our in, in our response to HBO's reboot. Uh, we seek to learn more. We have stopped promoting this video and archived related and, and archived related social posts. Basically, they deleted everything. They scrub, scrub, scrub. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Chris Knopf is an actor with de- decades of projects under his belt beyond Sex in the City. He played the detective on the classic Law and Order for years uh, until a shouting match with Dick Wolf got him fired and his character transferred to Staten Island. At least they kept him alive. Um, in addition to, to returning for Law and Order Criminal Tent, Knopf was also particularly memorable as his role of Alicia Florock's husband on The Good Wife. Uh, his character's his character's fictional death in the Peloton ad made the first time that Noth has been making headlines in years. Uh, seeing his name in the headlines was clearly emotionally evocative, if and not for his on-screen roles. Uh, two women then came forward to tell the Hollywood Reporter about their experiences with the actor accusing him of sexual assault. Uh, one woman, forty, accused Noth of raping her in Los Angeles in 20, 20, 20, uh, 2004. Uh, she was twenty-two at the time, and he would have been in his early fifties. 
and a 31 year old accused him of sexually assaulting her in New York in 2015 when he was when she was 25 and he was 60. Whew. Uh, of course, he responded, the accusations against me made by individuals I met years, even decades ago, are categorically false. Uh, these stories could have been from 30 years ago or 30 days ago. Uh, not the firm, no always means no. That line I did not cross. Uh, the encounters were conceptual. Of course, he alleges it's difficult not to question the timing of these things, these stories coming out, uh, he said. He concluded with, I do... I don't know for certain why they're surfacing now, but I knew that, do know this. I did not assault these women. All right. So <laughs> <sighs> when first you get kicked down, you get back up again. And then all of a sudden someone rubs some dirt in it. <laughs> like I, I had to say this was like poor Palatine. I mean, it's just like, right. It just, I mean, they're kind of an innocent bystander and his whole partner's just like, Great. We let we let we let them go ahead with have put our bike in a show. And we thought it'd be great, and now we get sucked into this. Like it's someone right now is going, "Why? This is it. We're never doing this ever again." Right. <laughs> if someone wants to get Peloton, no, just no. Just get them fucking get them a regular bike that they can buy at Walmart. Can kiss our ass. You no, know? <laughs> or or they're gonna want to get personally involved in it. Like you know that scene with the Peloton. And it's like okay, well. If we'll have it in the scene, but this is what it can and can't represent. We can't have anybody die on it. It's got to be by an actor or actress has got no criminal, you know, no criminal record and no potential criminal record. We need children on it. <laughs> have a child pedal that bike, and he's got to be wholesome and pure, right out of the fifties. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing bad can happen. We can have, you know, and if anything, he, if he, we can't have him do anything. Just pedal because we can't have him even like pedal off into the sunset because people don't think the bike's actually going to move. You know, I, you know what? Instead of that, scratch that. You can have it in the background and maybe put a coat over it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's got to be a good coat, small coat, like a jacket, it's so that way you can still see that Peloton name, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> that they know it. You know, just just throw a little like a little something something on it. Just, but it can't be offensive. It's just gonna be a plain old black shirt. That's it. That's it. A towel, maybe a plain old towel. <laughs> a sweat towel, like a workout towel. Right. Like maybe someone just got just got done. You can cut to them just getting finished wiping their brow and then putting the towel onto the bike and then walking away from the bike without cursing, without looking at it. Without anything bad happening to oh. the bike while it's on camera. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were actually going to have our hero pick it up and throw it. No, no. We do not want to advocate lifting that bike and hurtling at anybody. So we're going to make sure that bike is in its stationary position all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to hire someone there. Watch it. The entire time that <laughs> see, see, see that's the thing. Like, like it's 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 like you know, like you get you know, like it's like now it's like the early eighties. We're gonna get beloved actor Bill Cosby, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> to ride this Valentine, and it's just like you know, like, you know, decades later, you know, he's a David things. You know, you get you get Ryan Reynolds. Right, like you know, like twenty years from now, okay? <laughs> right? 
<laughs> we're gonna you would you trying to move trying to actually make a movie you're like yeah we need about ten thousand dollars in the budget extra for what peloton bike really can't we just buy one it can't be ten thousand no it's not that it's that in order to do it they gotta have something we gotta pay somebody to be on set when we do the filming so that makes they make sure that nothing happens to the bike and that nothing bad happens around the bike we can't have it you can't have like yeah, sure, Schwarzenegger's in a big giant fight and he wants to throw something at somebody. Can't have it being thrown. We can't have anybody slam into it. We cannot have anybody if if someone gets tossed in it, there should be some sort of force field to have him bounce off of it and land somewhere else safe in a in a in a in a bowl full of feathers. Well it's the same, like Apple. I mean like like we've we've talked about this in the past where like Apple is like their phones are used they can't be used by a bad guy. It's always right. you know, always only good guys can use Apple phones, you know, like, and they're, they're very specific because they wrote a contract, you know, and then that's the thing. Like some people, some of these guys like, like, Oh, you want in the show? Sure. Like they don't care. Like they got a check or whatever it was. And they're like, we're going to make a fortune now because this bike is now going to be in this move, this show. And right. all, all these sex and Sandy fans are going to see this and it's going to be awesome. Right. Cause you got to figure like, like, look, I did watch sex in the city a little bit. During the time, I didn't watch the entire run of the show. I, you know, I know that I was like mad about it because it didn't really connect with me, you know, because <laughs> I'm not a woman living in New York all about fashion. Um, but I was like, you know, there were some funny moments with the show. However, all these women now are probably in prime Peloton bike buying age. You know, it's like maybe they want to, you know, lose a little something, something around, you know, that maybe they maybe put on some poundage and they wanted something to exercise boom put peloton in there where sales spike through the roof and then boom we kill off the guy you know and you're like oh shit now those people who were fans of the show are probably not going to touch that bike at all well they gotta know it's just you know it's it's a tv show it's just you know our our stocks did what (laughs) (laughs) like who do we we got damage control people i need i need answers now you know and someone went let's get an ad with the actor and the actress who plays his trainer and and then we show that he's actually alive and how it's good for it that sounds really good but we need something else we get ryan reynolds to talk to the over voiceover genius get him on the phone <laughs> like just i'm like uh, all right <laughs> You got anything to add to that, Ed? Uh, no, I mean, like, I, I, I feel bad for Peloton. And, and that's the first time we feel bad for an exercise piece of equipment. Right. Because <laughs> it's just like, oh, man, that's just terrible. That's just a shame that <laughs> they go through all this and it's like, boom. Right. It's like, oh, that's got to suck. All right. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, do you know who's a big nerd? Who's a big nerd? Henry Cavill. No. <laughs> Yeah, super uber nerd, uber nerd. I mean, okay, let's 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 break it down. He's Superman. Well, until they cast somebody else, he's still Superman. All right. right? Uh, he is a big Witcher fan, so much so that he is now actually playing the part of Geralt in the Witcher series. Okay. Uh, okay. So I mean, also it's a good series, by the way. You should watch it. Um, apparently, he has been playing. Warhammer 40,000 for like ever to he actually buys those pewter figurines and paints them 
<laughs> All right? All right? I mean, granted, I'm not going to look at a point and go, nerd. I'm just not. Cause, cause, I mean, everyone's got their thing. I'm not going <laughs> to. We saw him somewhere. Nerd. Right. Him just sitting there quietly painting his little pewter figures, and you just go, "Oh my god, that's Superman! Oh my god, he's painting Warhammer characters! Oh my god, he must have got beat up a lot as a kid." <laughs> just, I'm just saying. That's that's the way he worked out. So. That's right. Yeah, you know, he gets thrown Superman. He's like, "I'm going to show all you fuckers." <laughs> and it's not like he did it for a little while. He still actively does it. He apparently he plays video games. He streams. And and, and the reason why I'm bringing all this up is. Apparently, he wants to be involved in everything nerd-related. Because <clears throat> I don't know if you know it or not, but they're thinking about coming... They're, they're trying to get... Um, I'm a fan of the, of the video game Mass Effect. Had three solid games. Fourth one, not so much. But they're, Amazon's trying to make a TV show. Henry Cavill threw his hat in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, he, I, like, I got nothing else better to do. The Witcher star Henry Cavill recently said that he would be very interested in working on a television series based on the Mass Effect video game series. Wow. He's speaking to Tech Radar uh, during the press junket for The Witcher's second season. Cavill was asked whether or not he'd like to be involved in the series. Cavill was also asked whether or not he was involved, having teased something suggesting that earlier this year. He said, I can neither confirm nor deny... But of course I'd be interested, he said. I'm a huge fan of the Mass Effect games, and depending on the storyline, there are so many factors that get into it, but the IP I, but the IP itself I think would be fantastic to be a part of and a lot of fun. <laughs> Earlier this year, the actor took to Instagram to share a photo of himself in a makeup chair with a blurred-out script in the foreground and a caption that teased potential secret project. Uh, after some quick editing and research, fan quickly revealed that the script, because, you know, nerds, <laughs> <laughs> they revealed the script contained tons of references to Mass Effect, uh, leading leading many of the Cavill was working on a series for it. Uh, things were quiet since then, but until last month, when it was reported that Amazon Studios would be nearing a deal to develop a live-action television series based on the critically acclaimed game. While it's still unknown whether or not Cavill will be appearing in it or was simply teasing fans earlier this year, he certainly sounds like he'll be a part of another big video game franchise. <laughs> wow. I mean, God, it must be nice. <laughs> Just people go like, you know, hey, we're doing something. I'm going to be a part of that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how can they say no? I'm <laughs> saying like, you know, and then now it's going to be like a selling point. Like Henry Cavill's interested in doing this movie. You know, like, right. or the series, you know, like, like how, right. like, like, like producers, like, well, Henry Cavill's in he's Superman. Like, how the fuck can we say no? Like, <laughs> right. I just, I, I mean, you figured probably someone, because again, we got to talk budget. You go, okay, well, we have so much room. We're going to make this low budget show. We got these sets. Wait, who wants to be a part of this? Oh, we can make this a big series now. Like right. <laughs> everything we just said, double it. <laughs> like. <laughs> We can get you know really good special effects on this vid- on this show. Before we were talking CW level video effects. Now we got maybe ABC video effects. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not Disney money effects, but it's Amazon effects. So yeah, we could probably punch it up a little bit. 
Like, hey, good for him. Uh, speaking of crappy visual effects, I saw something from the Flash TV show uh-huh. that looked ridiculously like like a bad video game. Have you been watching the Flash? Yes, I have. Well, actually, I- it is, it's, the new series just started, right? The new season started. You talking about the okay. new, new season or not? Or oh, I don't know. You're the one who said he's watching it. I'm not. <laughs> Well, where, where where are you watching on Netflix or? No, I, I'm not. I'm not watching. I'm not watching at all. Oh. The last stuff I watched it was with the new Mirror Master and and what's her face was stuck in this mirror world. Yeah, that was last and, season. Right, and that was like, like the halfway part, and I was like, I, it was cut short because of COVID, I think. And uh-huh. I was like, yeah, you know what? I don't, I don't know if I want to go back. I just don't know. I just have not had the, like, ooh, the Flash. Oh, that actually, that was two seasons ago. There was another season after that, and it was worse <laughs> that okay. one well the video clip I saw and it was just a video clip uh, it looked like Flash fighting an alien like uh, red I think he had like three eyes um, and then, like the Flash was running and the guy grabbed him and like threw him on the ground or had just did something and the Flash was on the ground It the, vid- the visuals did not look solid I mean it looked bad and then, I don't remember that one Okay, maybe, 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 maybe it was like a not a real thing, but <laughs> whew, it if that's real, I just I, Ed, I don't know. I just feel bad. Show should just go, just, just put put a fork in it. Uh, I just like I, said, I just since we're talking budget and special effects, I I had the sidebar there. <laughs> well, let me say, flash, flash is flash has gone downhill. I think because they, you know, they. The, the, don't get me wrong. I mean, you know, if they want to have a show about inclusion and everybody and all this other stuff, that's fine. But like, like, like now it's not even like there's should be no no violence or whatever. And you're kind of going, I don't, I, I, then I don't. I, it's not really a superhero show anymore. It's just you know them talking about love and you know, really, you know it's like <laughs> right, right. So it's like how are we going to how are we going to solve this crime? How are we gonna, how are we going to beat this bad guy? We're going to talk it out. Okay. <laughs> Hug it out, yo. Well, that's what they did last season. I mean, they talked every like they literally did not fight anybody or try and stop anybody. It was more of they needed to, um, you know, uh, um, uh, you know, talk them out of it. And and it's about love, you know, because like the last one, last crossovers, he was the avatar of love, you know, the Flash, and it was like. (laughs) And I'm like, and that's like, wait, one more. All right, I'm done. No, no. It was, it was just, it was was just hard to watch. It was just constantly hard to watch. And it was just like, and I'm, I think they restarted. I still haven't, I I haven't, my wife once in a while, she's like, maybe we should go back and blah, blah, blah. And then I like, I think the last week she's like, yeah, I think we're done. I don't, I don't think we're going to watch any more of this show you know kind of thing yeah i got four episodes <laughs> i was just looking at my dvr <laughs> my dvr here on the on my where i record them and it's i got four episodes i haven't seen yet so all right ed um since we're talking matrix um keanu reeves big movie star now uh um i would say that you know movies that helped propel him to be into the the, the level that he is but to be able to do shows like John Wick, movies like John Wick, uh, was The Matrix. 
Um, I would say even uh, go back maybe I don't know if Bill and Ted would have helped because I don't I don't think Bill and Ted while it might have been popular I don't know if it would have helped categorize him in a, as a movie star. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say if you could pick one movie in Keanu Reeves's career, what movie would you say that kind of cemented him as like as like an maybe like an action star or as a movie a movie star? Oh, uh, it would be uh, Point Break. Okay, all right. Or That's or insane. or better yet, I think no better yet. Speed. Okay, uh, it's a good choice, Ed. The reason why I'm bringing it up is because Speed is the topic of our discussion at the moment. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? I didn't think Point Break was. I don't know why. I, no, Point Break is a good point though. But I mean, uh, it's a good one. But I don't know if it was as culturally impactful as Speed. All right. Um. So. Keanu Reeves revealed why he turned down the 1997 movie Speed 2 Cruise Control. Because <laughs> he read the script? <laughs> You're not far off, Ed. Okay. Uh, apparently, um, you know, if anybody who's never seen Speed, I, get out from under the rock that you live in, you live under, and it's... Watch it. It's a good movie. It's, it's in the, back in 1994... It was about a bus that will explode if it drops below 50 miles an hour. Uh-huh. You know, kind of basic premise, but it was actually a really good movie. It was kind of like nail-biter, edge-of-your-seat kind of thing. Uh, it also starred Sandra Bullock, um, who, you know, they've been friends for a while. Um, but Reeves recently appeared on the Graham Norton show where he said, At the time, I didn't respond to the script. I really wanted to work with Sandra Bullock. I love playing Jack Trevin, and I love speed. But an ocean liner I had nothing against the artists involved. But that at the time, I, I had a feeling that it just wasn't right. <laughs> uh, Jack Whitehall, who was also the guest on the show, asked Reeves why he turned it down. Uh, Reeves, however, um, will be in the Matrix Reservation, reprising his role as Neo, who is alive again after dying 18 years ago. Um, he's like, hopefully people will enjoy it. It's very exciting. And it was a very external experience to make it anyway. Um uh, about the character, Reeves told Norton, I had the same question, talking about the Matrix. Um, fuck that. No one cares. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he just, even he read the script and he was like, an ocean liner? Really? <laughs> I, I mean, I like working with Sandra and all, and I like the character, but, uh, yeah, I don't think it's in it. I don't think it's in the cards. However, that does play the question would he do a sequel to Speed if the script was right? Uh-huh. <laughs> Ed, <Yeah>. thoughts? <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think he'd be doing a Speed Three. <laughs> <laughs> speed Three. I, I just. Remember, I just remember there was a there was a joke on one of the. Uh, uh, Family guys, he's watching TV, and, and it's like Speed Three, like the the it was a uh, the iceberg or something like that. It's like they're <laughs> like if this if this iceberg goes more than uh, a mile a year, we're all in trouble. And she's like, "Tell me something I don't know." And I'm like, get out of the way. And there's like a, an Eskimo guy fishing, and he's like looking at him, like <laughs> like, like what the hell? He's, it was like a low budget film kind of. Like set up, but it was just it was just ridiculous. And it's let's just say like I like after I think I think the sequel pretty much squashed any uh, you know attempts at making another movie. <laughs> I mean, well, okay, again, it, this is the world we live in where uh, clearly reboots can be a thing. 
um, or or at least not kind of a reboot. But I think that if he likes the character, and I mean, I don't. Sandra is now on a movie on Netflix, but I don't know if she's got the time. I I don't know. I think after she won an Oscar, I don't think her career really. I think it kind of stagnated. I think. Oh, it did. But, I mean, anybody was an Oscar. It's either you, 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 you're too afraid to be approached, or you get approached and you, you know, you. Because like, just because you win an Oscar doesn't mean you're like going to be like perfect for the rest of the, you know, your life or whatever. You're like every role you're going to hit, it's going to be, and you know, I'll, like and a number one movie or you know type of thing. It's it's really right. tough because Glenn Close has made some stinkers and what's her face uh, um, oh god damn I'm thinking the one who always seems to always win <laughs> Devils Wear Prada um, shit that's uh, uh, Anne Hathaway Death Be- no Death Becomes Her that's that's going close uh, no that's not going close that's uh, Meryl Streep Meryl Streep yes again Meryl Streep has been in some movies where I was like well she, maybe she just didn't, didn't perform as well as they could have but I mean, she's still like a working actress, and you still go, "Oh, it's fucking Meryl Streep." She, you know, oh, she sneezes and an Oscar drops out of her butt. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's how good she is. Cheryl hasn't won in a while. Like I, I don't know. I guess I don't know. Um, no, but the, the I mean, like not every actress like will do great work, you know, like type of thing. Like every once in a while they'll do one movie, you know, and they'll win an Oscar and then odds of them winning it again are very, you know, very hard. Uh, right. You know, type of thing. I mean, it has happened. So don't, don't say, you know, you know, I mean, don't, uh, people send me stuff. Go, oh, no, 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 this person won that. <laughs> and no one sends you anything. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks for reading <laughs> You're not going to get that email, and you know, we caught uh, Sandra Bullock won an Oscar, and then she went on to become great things, and she's done this, or uh, and and Anna Paquin won an Oscar when she was a child, and now it's come back. Gold uh, Jodie Foster, she's won an Oscar when she was a kid, and then circled all the way back to Clarice. Right. <laughs> so, I'm saying that there's 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 definitely people there's definitely people that that um. That, that can do it but it's like I said it's not like you know every year they're winning the same one I mean the only one that I know of that every time almost every time he was in a movie would win was um oh fuck <laughs> you wanted to give him the movie uh he's uh he was in uh like My Left Foot uh oh uh, what do you call it um Daniel Day-Lewis Daniel Day-Lewis you know he was the only right. one he, right. he, 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 you're right. You're right. Every time he was in a movie, it was almost a sure win that he would win an Oscar. He didn't win the Oscar last time, but it was everyone. Was, I, even I was shocked. I was like, "What?" Right. <laughs> Let me guess. He probably played someone like a normal, regular, average Joe. It's probably why he didn't win. Right. <laughs> you know? But it's 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 that kind of thing where you know, like like it's it's very few and far between, and I and I think some of it's bias or whatever. And, you know, I'm I'm not I'm not getting into the whole the whole thing, but the idea of the like Sandra Bullock like. Because she has an Oscar, it's like you know now now she won't do Speed Three, you know, kind of thing. But I, <laughs> but I think I think that the idea of Speed Three actually happening is so for because it's I mean it's insane. It's 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 now twenty some years old. You know I don't know when Speed Two came out. 
Um, but I think, was, I think I said it in the article. Did you? <laughs> I, I, thought, I, I thought 94 was the first one. Right, and I think 97 might have been the next to the last one. Now you have me go looking it up. Damn it, Ed. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking it up already. Okay. It came out in 97, so yes. It did. So... You, so <laughs> So now it's now it's pretty much twenty five. You're twenty four now. Twenty five years old because by the time any they jump on this, it'll be twenty twenty two. So it'll be a, it'll be a twenty five year old movie uh, for the sequel. And I'll tell you the thing. So you, you're going. Can you really make a third movie with the two of them? You know, and and keeping it fresh and and exciting. And you know, I mean, especially I say they like Speed to me is more of an unrate, underrated movie now at this point. It was a it was a movie at its time. It was big. I enjoyed it. I loved it. But then other movies came out since then. You're going. Speed was not even in the. You know, it's not even in my like t- top fifty. Right. You Somebody know. did Speed better. Right. <laughs> Right. So there was another movie out there that I find was more fascinating than Speed was. The low that you know you go. Now you mentioned Speed because like I haven't thought of Speed in such a long time. I'm like I'm like oh that's right Speed. Like that oh, was a great movie. Yeah. Like, like I'm gonna have to go look for that now and see if I can watch that. You know, just to just to see because I mean it had it had um um Dennis Hopper in it as the villain right. and you, you know right. and he did a great villain. You know. Um, I try to Jeff, Jeff Daniels was the other one the the cause his right, uh, partner that top, got killed yeah yeah spoiler <laughs> spoiler. <laughs> spoiler for a twenty five year old movie spoilers <laughs> that, he twenty five for the sequel the original was uh tw- ninety four so yeah so that's twenty six twenty seven year old movie. <laughs> So, Spoiler. I mean, he just, he just in my head, I'm like, you have him on a Peloton bike. <laughs> <laughs> you get a pedal, and if you if you go below 15 miles an hour, the whole thing, people die. <laughs> so, so now you're sitting like an hour and a half trying to figure out this while he's pedaling. And, and then at this point, now he, and the weird thing is that they don't ever explain, but Sandra Bullock and him are like a married couple now at this point. There's no story on how they got back together because they were separated. They were broken up in Speed 2. <laughs> so you find it like, oh, my God, they've been married for like 20 years. You go, wait, so like right after Speed 2, he, she got back and he just shows up. I'm like, are you okay? I heard that you, you were on this crazy boat thing. And she's like, yeah, it was the weirdest thing. I, I'm never traveling ever again. I'm staying on the ground. I'm never taking the bus anymore. I'm never taking a, a boat don't get me on a plane. Say, <laughs> well, we'll fly. All right, it's speed three. Okay, we'll just stay home. We'll have a nice, quiet life together because I'm no longer a police officer and I retired. I'm going to get myself a Peloton bike and I'm going to start pedaling, get some exercise. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Dennis Hopper's great grandson is like, pop quiz, hot shot. <laughs> <laughs> You know, uh, and he's the guy on the screen while he kind of is trying to pedal his little heart out. You know, and Sandra Bullock now has to do it, or or she's the one pedaling. <laughs> no, you gotta. No, you can't do it because now we live in a world where you have to kind of be more. She can't be the Mary Sue. She's got to be the one who's in charge. So you have Keanu pedaling his ass off, just trying to make sure that he stays above you know a certain speed limit before the Capitol building blows up or something. And, and it's Sandra Bullock's job to try to run around town to try to save 
this time, but the only problem is, is that he's she's she's under a certain time frame because Keanu is going to pass out if he keeps pedaling over a certain time. <laughs> <laughs> so Peloton ads get the, a full ad, a whole movie where Keanu's the hero and the villain all at the same time. <laughs> it's just, it becomes a stupid little plot device. Where he's like, I got to Oh, I can't stop. I have to keep pedaling. Lives depend on this. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to go talk to my ex-partners who died in the first movie. His son is now a cop. You need to get him. <laughs> you got to tell him what's going on. I know he hasn't seen us. You have got to convince him, Sandra. <laughs> my god whoa <laughs> you gotta find a way to keep the pedals pedaling so I can take a break every once in a while <laughs> Sandra kind of like scooches down from beyond the camera and then at the count of three he lifts his legs up and she grabs a pedal and starts pedaling it with her hands sorry <laughs> 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 right, just it, it, he's like Okay, I'm ready. Okay, now go. And every once in a while he goes, ow, and he slams his knee. Like, oh my God, if that happens, he, <laughs> something blows up. <laughs> oh, speed three. <laughs> One rotation at a time. <laughs> you can keep that one there, speed producers. <laughs> that one's for free. <laughs> uh, so Ed I, this is weirdly enough that I talked about Zorro because <laughs> apparently Disney's trying to reboot Zorro on TV okay wait strap in oh, okay because it gets better it does okay Disney Disney is currently developing a live action Zorro television reboot with Wilmer Valderrama as attached to star as well as executive produce. Wait, Fez? Fez, <laughs> yes. Fez is Zorro. I said good day. Suddenly <laughs> slaps his he's like, good day. He's like, no, no, and he slaps his Z. I said good day. <laughs> oh my god, no way. <laughs> now, um, in 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 his defense, though, he has gone on beyond that '70s show and has done other things. I mean, currently he's on NCIS, I think, uh, the the NCIS show as an agent. So he does do action stuff. He was in the TV show that they did a uh, from dusk till dawn TV show where he was in it, and apparently he did some action roles. But he'll all he'll always be fed to me, yeah. always. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, he was in my house every week. He, I love Fez. Fez is my one of my favorite characters on that show. I think they're all good characters, but he was really good. You know? Right. I said good day. <laughs> you know? So every time his name pops up in something, I'm just like, Fez? <laughs> like, just, I'm like, all right, I'll give him a shot. Like, he's pretty good. I've seen him a couple times on NCIS. I'm like, all right, he can. he's fine. I think I've seen him like a couple episodes. I think the first time I saw him, Outside of Fez, it was it was for the From Dust Till Dawn show, and I was like, "Is that Fez?" <laughs> like, and I had to watch. I had to actually Google him because 
he's not skinny young kid anymore. He's kind of he's an adult and he's got a, a frame to him and it looks like he works out because of the action flick. So he's kind of buff a little bit. And I'm like, dude. <laughs> well, I was saying, I'm, I'm looking up his Wikipedia page and it says, you know, um, he's an American actor, producer, and television personality. He's best known for the role of uh, Fez in the sitcom That 70s Show from 1998 to 2006. And as Carlos, I can't pronounce that last name, from Dust Out Dawn, the series 24 to 2016. Okay. And he's also hosted MTV series Yo Mama from 2006 <laughs> to 2007. And the voice of many children's shows... Uh, okay. Many, sorry, voice of Manny in the children's show Mandy, Handy Mandy from 26 to 2013. He's also in Greatest Anatomy as well as The Ranch in both 2016. He's currently the main cast of NICS portraying Special Agent Nick Torres. So there okay. you go. So um, The Ranch is um, what's his face's uh, show? Um, married to Mila Kunis. Uh, he was, he was uh, what do you call it? God damn it! Why am I? Ba- I'm bad with names today. Um, fuck. He was uh, not Stifler. He was Kelso on that '70s show. Shit. Oh, uh, Hyde, uh, right? Uh... No, not Hyde. Kelso. <laughs> no, I... What was it? Wait, wait. Who? He was Kelso. Kelso and Jackie. They were the couple. Oh my god. <laughs> Right now, a bunch of people are screaming at us. Mila Kunis and him are married in real life. <laughs> <laughs> You're really blanking on the name, aren't you? I'm, 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 I'm trying to back up here. Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> Ashton Kutcher, thank you. And for the life of me, his name was just blanking on me. Ashton Kutcher has a TV show, had a TV show on Netflix called The Ranch, and. It was him and Danny Strong is the name of the kid who played, uh, uh, what do you call it, Hyde on that. Well, it's show. Danny Danny Masterson. Danny Masterson. Who did I say? I have no idea what the last name was, but it wasn't right. <laughs> Where was I? All right, this is Danny Masterson. He played Hyde on the show, that seventy show. But then he is in some hot water again. Well, the show seems to be like, hey, Sean, here's some reboots and sexual assaults. <laughs> like, how would you sum up this week's show? Peloton ads and sexual sexual aggravation. Huh. <laughs> sexual assault. Because he's currently, I think, he's awaiting. No, he's had trial. He, again, somebody who's doing things that they shouldn't do because of who they are, being male and in power to women who might not be in power. It's it's a thing. Um, it's Hollywood. Um, so he was on the show for a while, but then got fired, obviously, because of the allegations that were brought up against him. And um, you mentioning that Gomer starred on the ranch, he might have just did a guest host. I'm like, oh, so he probably at some point in time probably invited everybody on the show. All right. Like, you know, it show wasn't horrible. It was kind of funny. Um, but Sam, uh, Sam Elliott's in it. All right. He plays like the real, you know, uptight dad. You know, it's, it's a sitcom. <laughs> Check it out. It's kind of fun. <laughs> anyway, so Disney's announced a live action Zorro television series that that 70s show star William Valderrama is attached to star as the iconic hero Don Diego de la Vega. 
Yeah. Uh, aside from taking on the Black Cape and Mask, he will also serve as an executive producer on the series. Uh, the upcoming show will reboot will be a reboot of the 1950s Disney ABC series of the same na- name that starred Guy Williams, Gene Sheldon, George J. Lewis, and Harry Kevlin. Mm-hmm. Um, in a statement, Valderrama said of the hero, growing up Zorro was one of the characters that made me, as a Latino, feel like I could I could be a hero. Don't say that to Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. Uh, as an adult and, and a storyteller, I have responsibilities in the stories that I help bring to life. To partner with Gary and Disney to bring Zorro back to, into the family after 60 years and to be a part of a legacy for other children to know that they, too, can be the heroes of their own stories is a dream come true. Um, just some history of Zorro. It was originally created in 1919 and appeared in the pulp magazine All Story Weekly. 1919, so it means uh, the show's, uh, what do you call it, um, the, the statute of limitations on the 100 years. Huh? We, we can make a Zorro movie if we wanted to. <laughs> uh, appeared in Paul Magazine All Story Weekly. He was created by Johnston McCauley. All of this, all of the stories, Zorro is depicted as a vigilante who defends the people against corrupted governments and nobility. Um, aside from his cape, mask, and Cordovan hat, Zorro is known for a signature often carved on his objects uh, or his opponents with his rapier. Uh, the character has been adapted into several films across the last century, the most recent being The Mask of Zorro and The Legend of Zorro, both being, both starring Antonio Baderas and Catherine, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yes. <laughs> and so that's the ones I'm circling. I think they're both, I think they're both five bucks. I'm like, that's kind of right in my wheelhouse, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> I'll spend $10 on two old Zorro movies, but I won't spend 16 on two mid to new Charlie's Angels movies. <laughs> I even went so far as to look at what the bundle for all three movies were, and maybe like I'm like it's nineteen dollars. I'm like, but that new Charlie's Angels movie is so, so horrendously bad. I just I, I'd rather pay the sixteen bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want that in my library at all. <laughs> uh, so, president of Disney branded television, Io Davis stated. We're reimagining this Disney classic as a compelling period piece set in Pablo de, de Los Angeles, but told in a very modern telenovela, telenovela style uh, with richly drawn contemporary characters and relationships set against the action, drama, suspense, and humor of the original iconic Zorro. Uh, she continued, Wilmer shares our commitment to reflect the interesting and rich diversity of the human experience as we look forward to delivering a culturally relevant and entertaining story with definitional characters and that will connect with our viewers for generations to come. I, I'm in. I like Zorro. I like the movies. I like. I think I've seen like maybe like you get a chance to like see like an old old TV show. I think I remember enjoying it. I like the character. The character is basically Batman. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I mean, you're right. I mean, it was because the... he was rich and that he fought against the tyranny of evil. By he was like the rich bachelor kind of guy. And then by night, Zorro. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, all right. No one ever talks about the uh, the George Hamilton George Hamilton uh, Zorro the Key Blade. Yeah, I, I I'm, I've been looking for that one actually. I I, I can't find that anywhere. Like, no one's that, gonna find that. What? That's probably probably all like because I mean it ain't it's not politically correct in any way, shape, or form. 
<laughs> but it's just, it's just it's one of those things like I was like looking for movies like one day and I'm like I'm like I remember seeing that on TV like I just remember how bizarre that was like that movie right, and it was I probably edited to it was probably edited to shit you know and then oh it was still it was still it was still pretty bad even it was edited down until but I mean I'm talking like it was like 40 years ago like when I saw it like in the 80s right. And you and you know, and I'm like, and I'm like, I would like to have that. Like, I have the other two Zora movies, and I have the 1950s TV show, and all. And I'm like, I would like to have the Zora the Gay Blade, and I'm like, I can't find that anywhere <laughs> on any kind of media at all. And I'm like, yeah, it probably whoever somebody bought that probably Disney. So yeah, someone bought it and buried it and burned it, burned right. it and buried it. <laughs> 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 and Hamilton's like, I was proud of that movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So, uh, what else I got here? What's the time? Okay, I got a couple more in me. Um. All right. I don't know if you know it or not, Ed, but apparently they're bringing a new Batman show to the CW. No. Uh huh. Uh, looks like the Bat Mythos will be. Uh, this is from Cinnabon, so again, take it for what it's worth. <clears throat> it's going to be getting you more attention on TV. Uh, while it's been over five decades since Batman himself led a live-action TV series, the Batman mythology, Batman mythology certainly isn't lacking for exploration in the corner of media these days. Um, <clears throat> for example, Batwoman is in the middle of its third season on the CW and delivering twists on classic Cape Crusader Froze. Uh, that said, it's been announced that a new Batman family TV show is in the works at the same network. Uh, which raises some questions about Batwoman's future. I mean, you might as well just... <laughs> huh. um, there are Batwoman writers Natalie Abrams, James... Ooh, I can't pronounce that one. And Chad Fivash have joined forces to develop a Gotham Knights series uh, with variety, with variety specif- specifically saying that this is not a Batwoman spinoff, nor is it tied to the upcoming Gotham Knights video game. Uh, following the murder of Bruce Wayne, following the murder of Bruce Wayne, Ed, this Gotham Knights show will follow his adopted son teaming up with the children of Batman's enemies when they're framed for killing Gotham City's Dark Knight. <sighs> I should really read these things before I bring them to the show. <laughs> <laughs> In midst of attempting to prove their innocence, this quote team of mismatched fugitives will also have to rise up and become Gotham City's new protectors in Batman's place. <laughs> oh, look, kids, it's Joker Jr. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, first off, despite Gotham Knight's main characters being described as Bruce Wayne's adoptive son rather than biological, uh, it's wonder it's meant to be Damian Wayne, um, or is it Dick Grayson, or Jason Todd, or Tim Drake? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this would be a good way for Damien, the current Robin in comics, to get some live action attention. But here's the bigger question the person has How closely is it tied to Batwoman in fiction and in real life? Um, even though Gotham Knights reportedly isn't being developed as a Batwoman spinoff, it's hard to imagine these two shows not being connected if Gotham Knights is set on Earth Prime. Um, in example, the world where most of the CWDC shows are set following the, the, the events of the crisis on infinite earths. Uh, 
Okay, so I, I just want to see if I can I'm just quickly scan. All right, I need to go back to that plot because I want to make sure I'm, I'm totally ready. We will follow his... Okay, following the murder of Bruce Wayne. Okay, that's shocking in itself. Uh, the Gotham Knights show will follow his adoptive son. So it could be any one of them except Damien. Teaming up with the children of Batman's enemies. So you're telling me... <laughs> like, how far are we going down this rabbit hole, Ed? <laughs> Who, who's got kids? Bane? Poison Ivy? Joker? Two-Face? Penguin? All these guys are getting busy in Batman's adoptive son, because apparently he don't do none of that stuff. <laughs> Everyone's getting laid but Batman. Everyone's having kids but Batman. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, he's going um, to... Um, it's me, my justice. Alone in the night. <laughs> it's quiet tonight because everyone's fucking, Bruce. Everyone's fucking. <laughs> except you. Except for you. Right. I've demolished crime. No, they're all just getting laid. There's better things out there than dressing up like a bat scaring people at night there, Bruce. Just go out. Touch a lady. Touch a man. Just, it's okay. Have some sex. I don't do that. Well, then maybe that's your problem. Apparently everybody else is, and you're going to get murdered, and then whoever murdered you, it they're going to have all those kids try to solve your murder because they're all being accused of it. <laughs> <laughs> like, what kind of fucking daycare are you running? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's Gotham toddlers. <laughs> so they're going to team up, uh, teaming up with the children of Batman's enemies with a frame for killing the dark... Gotham City's Dark Knight. So, so they're going to be accused of committing the murder of Bruce Wayne, but not really killing the murder of Bruce Wayne. So they're going to team up with Robin to help solve this crime. Why does Robin need you guys? <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm just throwing it out there, Ed, because Robin is supposed to be just as smart and just as capable. I'm not saying that he wouldn't welcome some help if he could, but. Why would he need to like? Oh, look! Here's Joker Junior, and and I he's coming to me for help because he says he's innocent, and now we're going to work together to help prove that he isn't is that he is guilty or that he's innocent. <laughs> like I, I I'm I'm confused, Ed, because I'd be like, well, I I maybe you didn't do it, but you know what I'm not going to do? Team up with you to figure it out. I'm going to solve it on my own. You know why? Because I'm Robin. I've been his partner for. I'm. I'm. If anybody knows who Batman is and was, it should be me. If anybody's learned anything from him, it would be me, not two, not tiny Two Face. You know, tiny Two Face. <laughs> like, like Poison Ivy's kids named Sprout. It's just, I'm just, I'm Penguin's kids. I don't even know what you would call. It. What's a what's a childhood. What's a child, a baby penguin? <laughs> oh, like, and and and, uh, and then you go okay, like okay, if it's Joker Junior. Is Mom Harley Quinn and and Joker? So you're saying, well, I mean, okay, that's uh, that could happen, but I mean, I don't really see him winning Dad of the Year. Harley, maybe, but I don't, I don't know, like. I, what if and Catwoman does she have kids? Is she considered a bad guy? And if she had kids, is it Bruce Wayne's kid? 
I got questions. <laughs> the the a baby penguin is either called a chick or a nestling. Right. So hey, hey, here's my is chick, chick cobblepot. I'm walking it through. <laughs> chick cobblepot. <laughs> <laughs> And we're like, I I, I didn't do it. (laughs) 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 You know, I just, Mad Hatter having a kid. That just seems weird. Uh, Dr. Dr. Crane, uh, Scarecrow. Come on. (laughs) Really? I mean, God, and if they pull out, like, oh, look, it's, uh, what do you call it, the Clayface's kid. I'm out. I'm done. Even Clayface gets laid and Bruce Wayne does it? <laughs> Actually, it's, a, it's, it's, it's like what's left of Clayface. Right. It's Clayface Jr. Like, you know, it's really he just a part of him broke off. Yeah. And it's really him. It's a, it's a clone. You know, like, how, how do you? Well, was, wasn't there an episode where there, she had, had a kid because, yeah. you know. It, it, was, it was a girl. Yeah, yeah. you had a little, a little girl. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> I've seen it. They did it. The <laughs> they, animated show. They did it. It's over. Let's move on. Right, so it's like, no, we're coming to you, Robin, because we didn't do it. All of you? Come on. Like, I don't need your help. I'm going to solve this on my own because see the R on my chest? <laughs> I, I was his partner for, you know, I mean, yeah, sure, he's my adoptive. And then, I mean, do you, does it, do you find out that, you know, the Robin is his adoptive dad? And do the bad guys figure that out? Like, or the kids? Like, I don't know. I just feel like this is the Goonies meet Batman. <laughs> to go, good enough. <laughs> just, I just I just see City Lopper singing in the background. <laughs> I just, you know? <laughs> <laughs> While Clay faces, hey, you guys. <laughs> uh, that's you know, terrible. Oh my god! We got a little chick cobblepot doing the the, the dance. <laughs> you know, the, the with truffle ba- shuffle with baby two feet. <laughs> right. He's got like he's got like like uh, we call it front his front teeth. Like, he's got like buck teeth. You know, just sitting there <laughs> like a little fake tuxedo <laughs> the, the scar <laughs> Scarface is a little inside. right yeah. <laughs> it's a kid with a little sock with googly eyes on it <laughs> Zaz Zaz Jr. has just got a bunch of tick marks he just with a pen doesn't cut him because he can't let him sharp objects so he's got a, a, a sharpie he just ticks <laughs> but he's not killing anybody. He's just like drawing on himself. <laughs> Bane is just some weak kid. <laughs> just Bane Jr. <laughs> just, just ridiculous. <laughs> Doctor Freeze's kid. Call him. <laughs> Oh my god. Ice cube. Right. Right. Snowflake. <laughs> Here's my little snowflake. Dad, stop. 
You're a chip off the old block <laughs> of ice. <laughs> He's got to have some sort of... Gotta, his name's Chip. It would have to be Chip. <laughs> oh, he's like a dude, bro. Though he's like completely the opposite of Doctor Freeze. Just dude. <laughs> no way. Oh. <laughs> you know, and then I mean, I would assume that you know, Rachel Ghoul's kid would probably just be Talia. Like, she just shows up. I, it, it's fucking Muppet Babies. That's what it is. It's Muppet Babies. Uh. <laughs> what do you call it? Uh, um, Man Bat's kid just dresses up like a bat. <laughs> runs around with his coat spread open. <laughs> flies around. Jumps around. <laughs> right. <laughs> Blah, look at me, I'm mad about the blah. Who's watching these kids? What kind of fucking daycare is this? Arkham daycare. That's what it's going to be. It's like all, all these kids broke out of Arkham, day, Arkham prison because that's where the daycare is at. Ugh, to go solve crimes. It's fucking, it's, it's Scooby Doo and the gang. Scooby and kids. Rut row, Raggy. <laughs> Rut row, Roker. <laughs> Ace the Bat Hound just kind of following around. <laughs> Basically trying to... He's running around. He's got his jump. own movie to worry about. No, he's... What do you call it? He's jumping in and over things like he's using his body to fill in gaps so the kids don't fall into him. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the best. That would be the best. They're like, you can't use Ace. Why? He's going to be in a feature film next year. Right, we can't use Ace. you got to find another dog. It'd be like the, uh, what do you call it, um, Butters and uh, from Animaniacs. <laughs> like the dog just is <clears throat> running around. He gets in trouble at the end of every episode. He's like, I'm the one that's helping everybody. The, the kids would be dead if it wasn't for me. <laughs> like I'm the one stopping the actual crime. <laughs> And you're yelling at me because Kip Cobblepot was f- f- skinned a knee. <laughs> <sighs> oh, God. Oh, I can't wait to see it. <laughs> I, I, I got to know how they pull that off because I think the show in my head's way better. <laughs> it's got to be animated, though. <laughs> <sighs> All right, so uh, uh, let's see. Let's see. Um, well, since we're talking about Batman, um, last show I think well, a couple shows ago we talked about Ridley Scott's having harsh words over the last duel. Yes. Um. Well, apparently Ben Affleck decided to throw his hat in a ring <laughs> and and defend Ridley Scott's harsh words over the last duel, <laughs> and also says he's done with IP movies. <laughs> uh, with box office bomb of the last duel Affleck also wondered whether it be quote the last theatrical release I'll have <laughs> okay so Ben Affleck uh, Oscar winning filmmaker revered actor and screenwriter also a franchise commodity uh, this year he flexes into a character into character actor territory in his role as a world weary barkeep in George Clooney's The Tender Bar 
Uh, but he also made a splash in another movie this year with Ridley Scott's The Last Duel. Uh, while the film met heaps of critical claim, it plum- plummeted at the box office, making just $10 million off of the $100 million per production budget. Uh, this caused director Ridley Scott to go off on millennials and the, and quote, audience brought up on their fucking cell phones, end quote, during Mark Maron's What the Fuck uh, WTF podcast. Uh, and even later, when asked a question he wasn't keen on by a journalist during the film's press junket, he told the reporter to go fuck yourself, sir. <laughs> Rid- Ridley Scott's not that age. Ridley doesn't care. Just doesn't care. Right. Uh, but Affleck, speaking to the Hollywood Reporter, um, ter- timed oof, fucking Papa Bad, time to the release of um, the Tender Bar, has come out in defense of Scott's harsh, harsh words, with the caveat that he could have been slightly misquoted. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Affleck is a quote. I mean, let's be honest. Who hasn't wanted to say that at a press junket? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> laughingly he could quote Ridley is at the stage of his career where obviously he's completely unencumbered by concerns about what people think huh? <laughs> uh, as for why the movie bombed Affleck said he can see where audiences are coming from uh, he's like really the truth is that I've had movies that didn't work that bombed they weren't good um, it's very easy to understand that and why it happened. Uh, the movie is shit. People don't want to see it, right? This movie, The Last Duel, I really like. Uh, it play, It's good, and it plays. I saw it play with audiences, and now it's playing well on streaming. It wasn't one of those films you say, oh boy, I wish, that mo- I wish my movie would have worked. Uh, instead, this is more due to a seismic shift that I'm seeing, and I'm having this conversation with every single person I know. Uh, those are the various iterations and the conversations are the same. This conversation is basically how is the movie business changing? Uh, He added, uh, one of the fundamental ways is changing is that people who want to see complicated adult non-IP dramas are the same people who are saying to themselves, you know what? I don't need to go to a movie theater because I like to pause it, go to the bathroom, finish it tomorrow. It's that along with the fact that you can watch with good quality at home. Um, Affleck's theory is, isn't, is that the theatrical experience will soon become so rarefied that he told the playlist in another interview, um, there'll be three directors, maybe maybe Quentin, Paul, Chris Nolan, Catherine Bigelow, I don't know. <laughs> He's like, there'll be their three movies a year that they go out and see because it's, it's in their theater. It's like, Succession is just too good. Um, he told the playlist that the results of the last duel made him think, well, that's probably the last theatrical release I'll have, he added, uh, because I don't want to do IP movies where you have this sort of built-in audience. That's something I was interested in and liked. I just don't like it anymore. I like other people who do it, and if you're doing it, you should love it. And I love that something, and I love something different, so I want to do that. Huh. <laughs> Okay, I mean, he, he kind of got beat up. Some people like his Batman, some people don't. I mean, let's face it, he's coming back as Batman. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, you know, go figure. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see, I don't need that one. No, no Spider-Man, No Way Home confirmed spoiler doesn't exist in the MCU. Um, it's basically... Just, um, 
Norman and, and Harry. Huh. <laughs> like, uh, spoilers. Um, all right, Ed. <laughs> okay, I, I don't. You know, you don't restrict me as an old school rap kind of guy. <laughs> just, I'm just, I don't, I don't see you humming Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. I don't. Oh, that's not, old school. I mean, you're not really, you're not really. Screaming. I'm thinking more of the Sugar Hill Gang, but I mean, right. I mean, you're not really shouting "fuck the police." No. So, um, <laughs> I don't, you might maybe hum "Don't Call It a Comeback." No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, I used to love that one. Don't you call it back. Been here for years. Right, right. You probably know a handful. Yeah. Um, I, I but I don't, I don't think Dr. Dre's in your playlist. No. <laughs> I, I, and I, like I said, I wouldn't be shocked by it. Um, and a lot of people are kind of like, and I bring this up because a lot of people are always wondering, like, when Dre keeps saying he's going to be making more music and all. And you're like, Sean, what the hell has this got to do with Geeksters, right? <laughs> right? Right? Yes, I'm wondering. Take, take, take a ride with me, Ed. Take a ride with me. <laughs> okay. Because we're talking about video games. We're talking about Rockstar. And we're talking about Grand Theft Auto. Apparently, discover new songs from Dr. Dre premiering exclusively with this massive update to Grand Theft Auto Online. <laughs> right? Okay. I, 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 in my head, I'm like, I just, I just find it funny that like here's a guy who's at he's, he's people ask for movies. It's to me, it's just, I would call this a sellout. I, just just for the record I, I kind of feel like that if you're making music and people are itching for you to make music and to come back because you keep saying you're coming back and then the moment you go yeah you know what you want to hear my new shit buy the new DLC from Grand Theft Auto <laughs> oh boy it's called a GTA Online the contract it's out now um, partner with Frank Clinton in an all new GTA storyline uh, join forces with one of Los Santos' most famous hustlers and his friends in GTA Online. The contract It's an all-new adventure for solo players and groups, featuring the return of Grand Theft Auto V protagonist Franklin Clinton, uh, manager of F. Clinton Partner Celebrity Solutions Agency. Uh, so you're, you're, you're going back in the fold with somebody, right? Right. Uh, however, uh, when, you, when you partnership with the agency... You work alongside with new and familiar faces, including Franklin's longtime friend Lamar Davis, his little psychic chop, and the agency's elite in-house hacker Imani. And in the agency's first A-list client contract, you'll help Dr. Dre resolve a high-stake theft <laughs> uh, on the streets of Los Santos. Dr. Dre's stolen phone is the talk of the town. Word is the device is loaded with never-before-heard music from Dr. Dre's as-yet-unreleased work, which you'll need to track down before it leaks to the world. This could make or break your agency, and you'll be the one getting your hands dirty. <laughs> so, <laughs> you'll, you'll make headway with the investigation. You'll discover new songs from the six-time Grammy Award-winning hip-hop legend, all premiering exclusively Within this massive update on GTA Online, <laughs> you'll also get a rare look at Dr. Dre's working his magic at Record A Studios, a new magic studio where you can hang with Dr. Dre and a special guest artist, K. 
kickback and get a behind-the-scenes glimpse of the hit-making process. <laughs> As part of your partnership, you'll acquire a new, a new multi-floor state-of-the-art office space fitting for high-end prints for your online shit. I just... <sighs> yeah, I, I think I got to pass on this. <laughs> it's, uh, call me crazy, I know. <laughs> I mean, every once in a while, I'm like, okay, well, I mean, obviously, it's 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 not. I don't think it's free DLC. You have to kind of buy it. Um, but there's just this part of me that's just like, really, like, why? Relevancy is a hell of a drug. I, I admit it. You know, like everyone wants to get that. And I know that GTA Five is is still popular, and people are still going on every once in a while. When it's on like Super Duper Cell at work, I'm going, can I replay that game over again, or do I want to try doing the online stuff? The online stuff just seems to be very complicated and very filled with toxic people, <laughs> you know. And I'm like, I don't know if I really want to be a part of that or try to dip my toe. Like I'm not, I, I don't, I'm, I try not to be a jerk online. You know, I try and I I try to make it, you know, like I try not to be a jerk online ever. Right. You know, and I just feel like when you're in that kind of game and you're on, you're doing the GTA online where it's like kind of, there's no real rules, then no rules apply. Like you can all of a sudden just mind your own business. Next thing you know, you're getting shot at because, you know, Wampa One is is shooting at you because he (laughs) logged in and he just wants to be a dick. You know, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I just (laughs) snooch to the nooch 27 is trying to shoot at me, and I just want to get this one thing done. I just want to hear Dre's new new shit. That's I paid my money. I want to hear Dr. Dre's new songs because, you know, he's a legend and I would like to hear them. But really, Dre, like I got to buy a video game and then buy the expansion pack, like a DLC pack so I could hear your new music. Whatever happened to like radio play? (laughs) Like. Those days are gone, man. Those days are like long gone. I mean, we're we're in a digital age now, where, like, like, and I, I mean, I mean, he might be screwing over a record company, basically, and that's why it's on DLC. He's his own record company now at this point. I mean, he's oh, right. Never he's, mind. Yeah, he, he's just, He's like, he's like, I'm getting screwed, man. It's your record company, man. I'm getting screwed. I ain't getting the money that I should be getting from this from this record deal. You're making a deal with yourself, there, Trey. What the fuck, Trey? Come on, you're sipping too much gin and juice because you just made a record deal with yourself and then sold out that record deal to Rockstar Video Games. Rockstar's getting my shit, man. They're going to get all my new shit. They paying me a lot of money. I'm doing it there. <laughs> right. Like, he had to sit there. Him and his people had to sit down and go, look, here's a great lucrative business. There's a, there's a great lucrative business opportunity for you to get your new music out there and partner with one of the hottest video games out there. And he should have just looked at those people and go, I'm Dr. fucking Dre. I don't need Rockstar. 
they pay me to use my songs in their shit anyway. Well, why do I need to? Why do I need to have a special deal? <laughs> like, if I wanted to put new shit out, I'll just be like, "Hey, look, your Dr. Dre's Spotify, you know, or or is recon." <laughs> Here, here's my whole Spotify station where it's, I've dropped new music every week. Or I know enough people. Eminem is has a radio show on XM Radio. I'm just gonna go in there and go like, "Yo, yo, M, I just here's a new song I just made. Listen to it. He's playing for your audience." Like, no. You know what I'm going to do? Rockstar. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing, though. I mean, like, like, I think also to the point is, is maybe he's also like going, I need to find other like, vi- like outlets, like you know, it's, it's like because like 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 he, he's probably got his like I said, Spotify. He's got his own, you know, he he could probably do an XM spot, you know, somewhere and just play right. his, you know, new music or whatever. And and but it's it's just like like what market like haven't. Can I not like you know where where can I tap more and get like the the old days you know kind of thing because you know there's really no more like kind of like gangster rap other than you know GTA you know like you're not you're not gonna I mean, you, you got a good point though. there's not a lot in the way of gangster old old school gangster rap unless it's a, a station in a video game right <laughs> like, like you know it's like you know now now like like that like Dr. Dre is like like now on like oldie stations you know? like, right like right. That's the stuff my grand my dad listens to you're like oh <laughs> exactly like like you know now like you know like younger kids are looking at us and we're listening to Dre and you're like and you're like and they're like, "Ooh, that's just terrible," you know. Like, we, you know, and, and so he's, you know, so he's embracing it. And by going, I'm going to be on GTA, man. <laughs> I'm just doing I'm it there. Gonna, yeah, I'm going to just thrive in GTA Five. Just gonna drop all my new music in there. You can listen to it. <clears throat> just like I, I <laughs> okay. I, this is just part of it. I just feel like that to me just seems to be the. the Look, I know that when you get into the, to any kind of business, you want to succeed and you want to get money for it and you want to grow. And and with artists, you know, it's about their art sometimes. But at some point, to me, this just seems like a one big giant ass sellout. <laughs> like, I just it just maybe I oh it I is no <laughs> it definitely like is a sellout I'm like I'm like sit down with Dre and go Dre what are you thinking man like did you talk to Snoop like did you talk to M like come on you had you had such a great team behind you and when you were younger <laughs> what's Cube doing <laughs> like. <laughs> But see, like now, like look, look at the names you just dropped right there. Like Ice Cube is uh, Ice Cube. Yeah, he's doing movies. Like, like that's that's right. his thing. Ice T is in television. You know, he, or, or he was in movies. Now he's in television. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Snoop Dogg is pretty much a uh, uh, like a judge <laughs> on a I mean, wacky he, game show, like I think not like not a game show, but like a like a a, a reality uh, uh, America's yeah. Got Talent type of thing going on, you know, with, with the, the the big show or something like that, you know. So like like all these all these hardcore rappers are doing stuff that's not hardcore anymore. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, it's funny the guy who's who, who used to say "fuck the police" is now singing "Are we there yet?" <laughs> like, 
Exactly, you know, like they have kids now, so now it's now it becomes like you know, now instead of you know, like fuck the right. police or whatever. It's... Right. Yeah, I just it's 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 I, in my head. I'm like, okay, you know what? You these are. Why well, do I put it is like Marilyn Manson, Metallica? Their music used to be so hard hitting, and there used to be so much rage and anger. But how much rage and anger can you have in you when you have millions in the bank account? Right. Like. Like, at some point, you're going, I am so mad with society. Oh, damn the man. Dude, you're sitting on, like, $3 million cash. You know, can you be angry? Like, all your problems now can almost be solved. <laughs> you know, you don't have to, 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. You're right. You know why? Because you got... Do you have 99 problems? Because you not, have money. 99 you have problems, my bank problems. account ain't one. Right. Exactly. You just kind of go like, I don't know why, what's the point? Like, like I said, Manson, Metallica, everyone like loved their early stuff. But the moment they came out with like St. Anger or, or, you know, as soon as they with the Black Album, when Enter Sandman, oh, they're going soft. Yeah, because they're rich. How, how I don't know. How do you know any angry rich person? I mean, in, in all, all things. Actually, I do. I Scrooge McDuck. Scrooge McDuck. I do. Because the they never have enough money. That's the problem. Right. With the exception of Scrooge McDuck, do you ever, ever know any really angry, successful millionaire? No. Most of, them, most, most of the millionaires are trying to get into space now. Right. Billionaires. I mean, they're all like, yeah, let's go do stuff. I, I've never, not once. I mean, like, okay, well, they're just, they've lost their edge because they're not angry. And then they hand it off to the next generation. They become like icons. Like, um, Metallica doesn't have to make music. They still make music. Ozzy Osbourne. I mean, does he really need to do Snoop? Snoop, you, Snoop was on trial for murder at some point in time in his life. Now. He actually stars with an actual convict, Martha Stewart. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like it's just like you just go, and they're best buds too. You're going, wow, he's hardcore rapper than Martha Stewart, and she did time. He hasn't. I don't think he has. Maybe he has. I don't know. I know he's been seeing some a lot of shady stuff over the course of time. I mean, man was a. Uh, I don't. I don't want to. He was either a blood or a crip. I think he was a crip. You know, I just just go. <sighs> now he's not angry anymore. He's super high all the time, getting all these ventures. Doesn't have to be angry anymore. I know I wouldn't be. <laughs> Ed, if I gave you a million dollars, would you be angry at all? No, no. Right. <laughs> Like, I just can't sing the world sucks and, you know, fuck this and fuck that. I'm so angry. Let me get that tab for you. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, it's just my job. Nine to five, I'm an angry, hateful, spiteful person. But most of the other time, I'm, I'm chill. <laughs> I have to go clock in and get my angry face on. Grr, <laughs> har, grr. <laughs> you know? Rage Against the Machine. Yeah! It's right, hardcore. Woo! At the end of the day, oh, uh, give me my Pellegrino. (laughs) 
I will take my vodka with no ice today. <laughs> you know, pit me an olive while you're at it. <laughs> Peel me a grape. I'm parched. <laughs> <clears throat> so, yeah, so I just thought it was interesting. I was like, Dr. Dre's new music is going to be dropping into a video game. Not even like a brand new video game. It's new video game content for a game that's been out for, I don't know, I want to say at least a decade at this point. All right. You know, I, I guess you're right. If your music is from a decade ago, why not drop it in somewhere it belongs? Yeah. You know, just just feel like, you know, cha-ching. I can hear it in the background. Yeah. Uh. Cha-ching. Cha-ching. <laughs> all right, that's all I got. All right. That's it. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you haven't figured it out, <laughs> still geeksters, what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, if, if you haven't already, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. Or uh, you can always contact one of us um, about something, maybe. Please. You can, you can try Ed. You can try him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. As S H A W N. Excelsior. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.